That shit probably like three years ago. <laughs> that shit's wild, bro. All these old, old shooters. That shit happened like yesterday. Yeah. And then, but, but the thing is, that he got handcuffs after that. He drove off with the cop. You know it's going to be some shit in the game. You know who spoke out today? Who? Y'all know who Ready Ron is? Who's that? Take a wild guess. We on? Ready Ron? Ready Ron. You, everybody in here knows exactly who he is and didn't know you knew exactly who he was. Was it Ron Muhammad? No, nah, Reddy Ron is the guy in the story that DMX talks about when he was a kid. That gave talk, him the... the, the Reddy Ron came out and said, DMX is a motherfucking lie. I did not give him no crack lace blunt. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a video online and everything. He said, I'm glad somebody found me to interview me. He said, I'm down to interview with whoever. Oh, I shit. love X, but it didn't happen like he's saying it. That ain't how it happened. Wow. What did he, say he said that the dude had in him some weed and he hit this shit, but it, it was a crack lace blunt. But he said, like, he didn't go into details on the story. He's like, man, y'all got to remember. He said, I'm only three, three years older than DMX. He said in the story DMX was saying, he said he was 13 and the nigga was like 30. He said, I'm nigga. Like we was both kids. Nah, he's not saying he was a fiend. He's just saying that he didn't give him the blunt that was laced. If you look up Ready Ron, he talks about it. Okay. You know, I thought <coughs> I thought that was ex extremely brave for him to come forward. Yeah. But he also said he'd been getting death threats and hate mail like a motherfucker. How do you find... <laughs> you know how crafty you got to be? To, I don't even know who got my Uncle Roger hooked on crack. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rod. How did you find the nigga that got... You know what I mean? Shit. I, I just found a responsible crackhead nigga that dude that was responsible for it. Nah. But don't run up on Reddy Ron. He, if if that's DMX big homie, that that nigga's a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> don't Reddy play with Ron, that nigga. Blow your motherfucking head off, nigga. Yeah, don't fuck around with that. <laughs> you know, y'all thinking it's a, a it's a it's a game out here, man. I go back to I go back to how much people worship celebrity, man. They're like, mm. I'm gonna find the nigga that got DMX hooked on crack, and I'm gonna kill that nigga. Well, it's not that. It's also how much. Idiots will believe anything a celebrity says. Right. Like, any, you can say anything. Facts. Because you don't want to be known as a nigga that got DMX hooked on crack. Like, that's a fucked up stain on the reputation. Why ain't nobody <laughs> ever Dion Warwick? Bad second half of your life. For real. Like, nobody wants to hang out with that guy. Ain't nobody trying to kill Dion Warwick, though. From what I understand, she was the reason that she turned Whitney Houston out. Right. Right. If On the drug? Get, Wait, really? Yeah, if y'all want to get at somebody, get at, get at, uh, what's her name? But we don't, but, Warwick. but is that true? We don't know that. It was one person's not even alive. It wasn't Bobby. It wasn't Bobby. It wasn't B-Dog. Wit was on the rock before she started dancing with B. So... Who? It was on the bi. I mean, listen. If I'm basing it on the biography, we watched the biography and it was credible sources saying that Dion Warwick was on the other side and danced with Whitney a little bit when she was little. You know what I'm saying? Exposed her to some stuff, and then right. Whitney grew up a little bit, a little bit off. Well, Whitney, look, look, look. We, we know that Elvis got. I turned her on on, on cocaine. Smack how we know that? <laughs> Just said. No, no, how, how, how we, how we know? You know what? I turned. I turned. Said he was part. But of what did Elvis say? 
Like Turner? Nah, I turned to talk about that. I, he he didn't get on. He didn't get hooked on that on that uh, cocaine and that, and that heroin until he got started fucking with Elvis. Okay. So wow. Elvis and Red, Elvis and Red, Red no Fox. Wrong, nigga. So you say Elvis got Red Fox I'm, on I'm it too? Eat. There's no fucking. Red Fox was fucking with that shit before <laughs> Elvis <laughs> was. There's no mics in front of me, my nigga. What right, you so saying? Let me, let me come on your show. I'll eat up all of, all during your shit. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> relax. There's no mic in front of me, my nigga. It's five fucking mics, bro. This is the mic in front of me, my nigga. This is not. There's no mic in front of me, dog. Who the fuck? I can't chew shit. That means don't chew gum on this for two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours, Huh? I'm only asking you not to do it for two hours. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat if it ain't no mic in front of me, dog. <laughs> no mic in front of me. I hold on, man. I lay so you can fucking eat. <laughs> it's gonna sit like this so you can fucking eat. Can anybody hear me? Can everybody hear me chewing right now? Hold on, man. Fuck that conversation. <laughs> what I'm talking about <laughs> is Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. So, so what'd you say, Elvis? What? Now he got, oh, he got, he got, he got, I turned on that shit. Yeah. And then, uh, shit. Bill, Hugh Hefner. That motherfucker got all them people taking them, uh, using the Spanish flies and shit that Jeff Bill Cosby and Jeff Fox. Right, right. Yeah, kind of, I mean, that's why, going back to what you said earlier about uh, listening to these celebrities. Man, these celebrities is drugged out, talking mm. about it. Assholes that get paid to read other people's lines. So, wow. why the fuck you gonna listen to this? <laughs> Their whole profession is made around lying to you. Did you watch the what, Malcolm X? <laughs> but right. he made you believe he was right. So right. Mar- uh, Morgan Freeman wasn't Joe Clark, but he made you believe he was. Now Morgan Freeman don't something. I'm going to take the shot because I am Morgan Freeman, and you should listen to me. Right. Joe Clark, fuck you. <laughs> you, guys, you, you literally get paid to read did, other people's shit. Why do we get him credibility though? Not us, but why are they giving that amount? Because they're famous. Because they 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 get exalted and they get pressed up and they get put in front of us all. So when you see somebody on a TV or on a screen or you hear them on music and the regular person is there, you start to just think like, oh, this motherfucker is on a different level than me. I don't think it's right, but I think that that's what happens. Because it's only human to believe what you see. Mm. Our eyes believe what we see. Okay. And so if you always focus on TV, that's what your belief is. That's what your world is. Because mm-hmm. it's, and now, now if you're educated in it and understand propaganda, then you can properly filter this stuff out. But then we don't educate our children and, and people on propaganda. So it's only the subconscious can't filter out that shit if it's not aware. So since they're always in front of our face, always in front of our face, they tell us these are the motherfuckers we're supposed to listen to. That's why we are. That's why I say people got to understand propaganda. You know what I mean? Understand right. that because if you don't understand that, hmm. you gonna you gonna you gonna, you have you have no other choice to believe what uh, to believe the other than to believe what you see every day of the week. Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree. Propaganda's a motherfucker. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's why they try to get them to be spokespersons all the time. Yeah, oh, man. Come read this line. They do what you pay to do. Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi motherfucking B. <laughs> <laughs> we, Fucking, I'm blaming every, I'm blaming everything on Elvis 
and and Hugh Hefner from here on out. <laughs> Drugs are a tough thing because once a family member gets addicted to a hard hard drug, they're not the same person. And, and I think a lot of times we get caught defending who they used to be, and it's tough until you've had somebody that's, that's you're close uh, and personal. You know, somebody that's very close to you get hooked on hard drugs to see that person, to see somebody transition from who they are to a drug addict is like a, it's a hurtful process, man. Bobby Brown recently came out and was saying he knows who's responsible for the death of his daughter and his ex-wife, Whitney Houston. Is the same person? <clears throat> same person. Oh, shit. But he's dead as well. The dude. Who? Bobby Bobby Christina, the daughter's boyfriend, was hooked on heroin as well. Yeah, and he's saying that, <coughs> that he's the person that was responsible for giving the drugs to Whitney and his daughter, which I think is an error in perception on Bobby's behalf. Yeah, they killed that nigga. He was young. Yeah, he died. He died recently. He died, he died from an overdose, right? January. Right. Well, he's saying responsible for the the actual the actual drug. pack that she took that was yeah. oh, giving it to her. Right. The drug came from because first they said it was Ray J. The guy's name. Is he the media? Wait, is he the media fall guy? Like everything, every time something happened, like there was that. Well, Ray J. <laughs> Like somebody jumped off a building, like Ray J pushed yeah, him. Playing that Ray J. <laughs> Wasn't Ray J fucking her before she passed? Yeah. Whitney? Yeah, Whitney? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they say he was in a room earlier that day, but. Yeah, but you know, like, he was the one, the, the, I guess the uh, the boyfriend was the one that was uh, getting her and the daughter. So his name is Nick Gordon, and he was found guilty in civil court mm -hmm. of the offense, which is crazy to me. Because if he wasn't around, she would have got it from somebody. Right. Oh, yeah. You can't blame drug dealers for selling drugs. Facts. Drugs are a system failure. It's not a drug dealer failure. Self-preservation <laughs> is the number one thing in every human. So before a, a conscious, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the present thinking human dies, most of them will sell drugs. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what race, ethnicity. You know what I'm saying? If it's if it's life or death, most people will, you know what I'm saying, sell drugs in that situation. You know what I mean? Did they prosecute the dude that gave Michael Jackson that uh Yeah, the doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah. He was a doctor. Is that the same deal though? Nah, it's, yeah, a, it's a little different because he's a doctor, he's licensed. Yeah, that's like uh what do they call it? Um medical malpractice. Yeah, medical malpractice type shit. Uh, him just because he was dealing with the drugs and it and it was you know what I'm saying like Getting the gas. Yeah, so, <laughs> He put a gas on Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. But Michael was asking him to. The, yeah. be, the best drugs. Yeah, yeah he, that, that nigga was, was, I probably would have been a dope head if I had Mike's doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and his money was long. Have you ever had surgery? Have you had propofol? Like the, what Mike yeah, died of. Waking had, up from surgery. When I got my wisdom teeth, well, they gave me that shit. And if I had access to that. Bro, I'd be on it every day. Have you, have you ever had surgery? I have had surgery. I had weight loss. You remember that feeling when you wake up? Oh, yeah. I felt like I was going to die. What? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, give me the mask. <laughs> That's how a lot of people get hooked on drugs. A lot of people get hooked on drugs by taking painkillers, and then they get on that shit, and then they end up doing heroin because it's cheaper. We've all had morphine before, right? Yeah. I remember when I had, and I kept asking for more after this because I knew they would keep bringing this shit to me. You know what I'm saying? And like, because you have a doctor monitoring, you're thinking you're not gonna die. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, pain's ten. I knew if I said ten, they go, you get more. Yeah. You just you just you just figure out patterns, and I just kept getting morphine. Bro, that shit. And it's so, so great. Yeah, that shit. Anything good. that while you counting, 
Because remember, they tell you to start start counting before you. <laughs> and you don't even get to the and ten. Then you, and then you wake up and it's counting. That shit is scary. But the psycho yeah. but but the psychology of the system is is so powerful that the things that are the system's fault we blame each other for. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. That's true. But that ain't that crazy? Like if Charlie, if you robbed me today, you didn't have no money, that's technically not your fault. <laughs> it's technically not he should have something. Right. The system has enough in place to where if a nigga has absolutely nothing, he should be able to go get something. Right. Facts. True. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Welfare. It's something. It shouldn't right. be just. Look, the system tells if you if you if you raise a farm sugar or tobacco, the system says if there was a weather failure or anything that got in the way of your crop coming in, we're going to guarantee you this many billions of dollars. If you own a sugar uh, plantation or any kind of crop down south, mm -hmm. it's a whole system that says if you own farmland, the money, the government is going to give you money, no matter what happens with the environment. If you undersold, matter of fact, if you made too much, they'll give you money to throw some of the extra shit away. Mm -hmm. So why? So if it's true up top, why can't it be true on the bottom? Our problems are so basic, bro. In the broad scheme of things, the things that we go through on the individual level are so minuscule, it is even more disrespectful when you look at the fact that we're, they're only willing to help us in certain ways. Uh -huh. They're only willing to help you if you go into a tremendous amount of debt. Right. If you want to be a business owner and you say, I don't want to go to college, I want to be a business owner, I want to work for myself, yeah. there's nothing out there in place for you to start from nothing and be a business owner. You have to go accumulate something, whether it's debt or sell drugs to make a large amount of money, and then you can open a business. But they won't they won't push you into independence from the start. Right. You always gotta earn your way out of slavery. Why is that? Why do I have to why do I have to get indebted or or put all this mental stress on myself, take on all this extra emotional baggage just to be independent? Mm. Uh. That's a good point, man. Like I told you last week, my boy Tess in Roland Heights was in Germany. His mom, he's Somali, and his dad lives in Germany. His mom lives here. He didn't have full citizenship, so they kicked him out of America for a short time, like a couple years. So he went to Germany and was selling his mixtape, stacked some money, bought some hash. He didn't even have a citizenship in Germany yet. Got cracked, did a year in a German prison. When he got out, they had keys to his own apartment. They had money for him, for him, and he had like seven or eight pamphlets where he could choose to be trained to do whatever career he wanted. He could be a motherfucking plumber, electrician, whatever. Like that was a part of getting out of prison. He didn't. He didn't land on his ass. You feel what I'm saying? Reintroducing him back to society. And the reason he was hustling when he was there because he didn't really know how it worked. So he thought it was like America. So he's on the streets hustling and doing grimy shit, not even knowing that he didn't have to do that in Germany. They already got something for you. All you got to do is go down to the local spot, and then they'll get you going. Wait, so are you saying that, so let's say a kid turns 18, he should be given like a stipend from the government, a car and a home to start uh, an entrepreneur why not? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Why not? He gets yes. that. He says, I'm going to go to college. He gets that. So, you, you're, so that person, yeah, that person can't long. work and save up money to do this. Yeah. They have to be given something. They don't have to do that for college. This person said, do it for yourself. Yeah. I agree for you. I agree with you. <laughs> but but what if, what if I only have... 
what, what it's about what you have access to. Doing it for self requires you already have something. Right. Because you know what I mean? you can't do it for self and not have anything to start with, nothing to leverage with. Bro, we found but it. but when it comes to college, you don't have to have nothing. You no. said that's communism. You just that get is, to go. That is not communism. That is not communism. You know what I'm saying? It, it basically look when you play sports on the team, everybody's on the team. Everybody gets a jersey. Everybody knows the plays, right? Now some of us are more capable. We play more than the others. But if you make the team, everybody on the uh. team is gonna have the possibility and get action at being a starter, getting playing time. Same uniform, same. Same shit. uniform. In this particular situation in America, is not. We all got on different. We're supposed to have the same uniform on, but we don't. I don't know. I, I kind of disagree. Yeah, I'm confused. I disagree a little bit because I, I feel like. I don't know. My pops taught me growing up. He said the government will never give you anything. Your teachers ain't going to teach you what you need to do to succeed. And a college degree will not guarantee your success is what he told me from Jump Street. So he said you got a gift inside of you that's going to make you earn more than what any teacher can tell you. So he taught me that from Jump Street. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if you're taught that you'll never get anything from the system to begin with and everything in the system is against you, <clears throat> then you won't even be looking at the system to support you. That's my Here, point. Here's, here's well, the whole point of that. So how do you explain, who, who, who do you explain Germany? Who, who gave you the handout no, to, to be an entrepreneur? Here, here's how I look at it. Look, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to have a race to the bottom because we pay taxes. And True. The government That's why already, we got to be in the system. We're already doing this. Right. So I'm not going to hear I know I can do it. I, I didn't get anything, and I did start it on my own. And I, didn't, I know that can be done, but here's what i got to say to that. This is the same country when no matter what city you go in, the person that owns the gas station is an Indian. The person that owns the, local, the, the body shops is probably a Russian. The person that owns the liquor store is probably from somewhere from the Middle East. How did they get those shops? They didn't save that money back over there and come over here. When they got here, mm, the government trained them back in their home country mm. and said, when you get here, we're going to open up a store for you on consignment to all the, everything that comes in here first we, is on the government. Now, once you sell, you got to keep it open. But when we look at all these small ethnic groups that have that that own stuff in the hood, they got something free from the government that we pay taxes for. When we look at white America, when they moved out to the suburbs, we talk about the hood and white flight. Well, white black people had to buy these houses for like ten grand that was used, fifteen grand. But the white folks, they got new housing, no furniture, houses already uh, full of furniture. If they went to the military, they got a GI Bill that paid for that. And when it came time for them to develop businesses, they got more money from the government. So when we talk about the whole baby boom generation, that whole World War II generation, they all got free shit from the government. Well, we knew the GI Bill was. The GI Bill didn't benefit. Like, we, we know that. Well, what, was the question, what was the question that you were asking earlier, Brandon? The question was, why, like, who, get, who gave you double? Who gave you your handouts for you to be a business owner? Nobody. Okay. So... What do you? Well, how do you agree with the other side of it? Of like, we should like people should have that. It's, it's because I feel like there's millionaires and billionaires in this country, so there's definitely enough money to go around. So why do you have people that have so much money that they'll never be able to spend it in a lifetime or a couple of generations, and then you have people that can't even keep their lights on? So I'm saying that the, the money is there. Why don't we just spread it around for everybody? Because it's obviously there. Yeah, but the, the reality is they're not. So what? what what I think is, is to, if, if, if y'all got it, why don't you let's give the game on how you did it. We know we're not going to get it. Like, if you expect, so, if you expect we know, us to get it. We're not going to get it, Dwan. We're not going to get it. <laughs> no, no, no. So, I, I, I can point the time to history where we demanded it and got it. 
So I, I can point to that three times in the fucking history. No, no, not, not it just happened for the Asians. It just happened for the Asians last week. They got fifty million. We got fifty million last week. Million. They got fifty million. Please don't say billion. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this though. Illegals in New York just got fifteen grand a piece. Talk about it. Really? In the state of New York. People who are illegal aliens just got fifteen grand a piece. The one, but that's okay. They may have got that. Doesn't even sound fair. Hold up, but they may have got that. But Dozy is here, y'all. Yo, Chet, 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 Quentin, man. Hey, good with y'all. Oh, Charlie Webb, you gotta eat the fucking sour patch. Charlie, I take a snack. I had to that nigga, man. Stupid nigga. To be clear, all I'm saying is this: if he's gonna spread it, spread it to everybody. I'm tired of seeing all these other groups. Yeah. And rich people get money because I pay. That's our money. Yeah. We, it's literally our money. We're paying for it. You're not gonna get the handout, bro. What's it? No, no, it's, it's not, not, not a handout. No, no, it's it's no, it's it's not a handout. Withdrawing. That's like saying your own bank account is a handout. No, no, you put the money in the money. So, you so, withdrawing. So, let, so. Don't go to ATM to get a handout of twenties. Put those twenties in there. Back in I mean, pe- the system is so fucked up. People don't even understand when they're deserving of something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, man, if you get a stomach, a system failure, people with nothing defend the system's failures all the time. They call the system's responsibility a handout. They say it's okay. It's okay to spend 80000 a year to house me as a prisoner, but it's not okay to give me 80000 to start a business. Right. Right. Where, like, where, where is where? Because if they the, keep you in prison, then they can have you doing free labor, and they can make money off of you anyway. So they're getting it from the back end. Okay, which is a system failure, and that's being manipulated by lobbyists who want to privatize prisons, Absolutely. and keep slavery legal. Because mm-hmm. in the Constitution, it says that you are free, except if duly convicted of a crime. Mm. Right. right. You know, it's a system failure all day long. It's working for them. I'm, it's not a failure for them. Yeah, no, but it's a no. failure for us. Yeah. Right, because they set it up for us to it, lose. Yeah, it, this is exactly what they want. Like, yeah. I, don't think, I don't see it as a fair. I think, like, I'm, I'm sure yeah. they sitting back like, yep, plan is working. That's yeah. what Duncan said. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, 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 and the system you know, works perfect. Right. It works perfectly. It's not for us. It does? The the system works perfectly. We're supposed to be. Yes. For them. Who cleared the system? It worked for them. System the system don't work perfect. The system don't work perfect. So many elements to the system. When you say the system works perfectly. For them. Right. For the people that designed it. it does. Yeah. I don't they think they designed it to be yes. this way. No. Yeah. Who's no. at the bottom? But every time uh, like this. Every time uh, the people. Uh, but do I say, look, every time the people at the bottom got something, the people at the, bo- at the bottom demanded it. Because the only way the people at the top can keep getting their goodies. Mm-hmm. Because the number one threat to any nation is internal disruption. That's what mm. people keep forgetting. While everyone's saying, hey, the people need to calm down, the people need to take what they got, the people on top understand that the base, once the base shake, they ain't got shit. So when the people on the bottom all, all rise up and say, fuck this, that's how you get the eight-hour work week. I mean, the eight-hour work day, 40-hour work week. Mm-hmm. That's how you get child labor laws. That's how you get Social Security. That's how you get pensions. That's how you get affirmative action. Everything we got was when the people said, okay, enough. Right. And so I take the mindset of, yeah, yes, it's fucked up the way things are. Yes, the top probably is going to get more than we do, but I ain't got to take it because I know every time I open a book, right, right, right. the people that say I ain't taking it no more got what the fuck they demanded. Right. What is the because people up top can't keep what they got if the people on bottom don't, uh, don't, let, don't let it happen. Well, I mean, the fact that 
when people say uh, the system is working perfectly fine, and you're not even on the side of the system that's working perfectly fine for, <laughs> right. you're just saying that shit because no, 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 no. we're not on the side. Nobody in this room is on the side of the system that's working so perfectly fine. No, definitely not. So, so that's like somebody saying our show is different uh, than their show, right? And our but our show works for us the way we do that shit. If somebody tried to copy this shit and try to use it as they're like, oh, why we ain't getting as many views or why our shit ain't popping like theirs? It, this ain't your system, and it, it might fail you. So if you try to integrate into the system without that in your mind, like, look, this ain't built for us at all. So maybe we need to switch, get our own system, or just start doing business a little different. We got a system. So are you saying Doughboy's only here to find out how it works to take it back? <laughs> Damn it! Let me get the fuck out of here. So if you wow. get food, food poison, who, whose fault is that? The people who prepared the food. Is it? Yeah. It can be the food, the actual food that was prepared, that maybe that was bad? But how, who, who served it to me? Who bought it? Who? That's prepared true. it like if yeah. you you should know your food is bad before you even. But that's sell it. the level. That's what that's that's what I'm saying. We don't ask who grew the food. Right. We don't ask who put the dirt to what what company provided the soil. Right. What type of seed it is. We only blame other people in the system. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Nah, that's you that that's that yeah. nah, nigga. When you get food poison, nobody ever says take me down to the farm. <laughs> Where they grew this shit at? Who not- killed the pig? Oh, Niggas oh, say, "Nigga, I'm yeah. going to McDonald's to cause havoc." You motherfuckers <laughs> didn't cook my burger all the way. We talked uh, to the manager. <laughs> we we are programmed to all to stop at a certain level when it comes to accountability for our issues. We are taught to believe that the food that we're fed is only the responsibility of the person who's feeding it to us. What about the nigga that grew the plants? What about the nigga that fed the pigs and the cow? What about the niggas that genetically modified the seeds? We never go past that basic level because we are taught systematically to only care about the things at our level. We're programmed to only give a fuck. We only, we only give a fuck to the point where it benefits or doesn't benefit us. Because that's the easy Easiest for us. All that other shit you talking about take work. We don't it take do work, but that's the only way. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, even if you say that the food was poison, and, and you like, I want to talk to the beef, the guy who runs the beef plant, the whoever, the, the, whoever, the whoever runs the. You know what I'm saying, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You see, they showed up to that nigga's house to, uh, the last couple of days. Oh, oh. In South South Carolina, was a young black kid living in the neighborhood, oh, yeah. just walking, Army guy, yeah. just walking. Yeah. Oh yeah, a, a, a military one of them, dude, fuck one of those type of white. I'll fucking kick your ass, type white boys. Yeah, he was yeah. stopped him. And was basically bullying this 14, 15-year-old kid acting like he was starting trouble in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. You ain't seen it? No. Yeah. So I don't know if it was the next day or a couple days. Shit, about a couple hundred black folks showed up to that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled up. Pulled up and that. guess what the nigga didn't do? He didn't come outside. He didn't have that same energy? Didn't have that same energy. Accountability makes cowards out of men. Woo! Speak yeah, on yeah, it. Niggas do all type of shit when they got the advantage, bro. Come on. When they when they feel like they can win, when they got the advantage, when you ain't putting no pressure on them, you know what I'm saying? Them niggas be all in the front of their house all day, nigger, and doing all kind of crazy mm-hmm. shit. But as soon as niggas show up, what happens? <laughs> he didn't come they pack out. it up. And they did the same thing with old girl. That 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 cop that shot that brother. 
They showed up to her house. And they, the police had to put a big-ass barricade out front. You see that? No, nah, I didn't see that one. That little freeway center median, that 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 that, that, that cement, yeah. Yeah. they put them blocks around her house because they showed up to her front door. But you yeah. saw the one, that's what Farrakhan said way back in the day where he's like, uh, they're scared of we ever get power. We're going to do to them what they did to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the fear. Yeah, that's right. the fear. And we ain't, and we ain't going to do it. And we're not them. violent by nature. We're not, not at we're all. Not. <laughs> and when you back some, when you back a creature into a corner, Start at some war. point it's going to have to Start fight a, back. Start a war. You know, a lot of people don't know if you suffer from food poisoning, you can hold farms and shit accountable. You know what I'm saying? It's possible to sue food suppliers after uh. suffering from p- food poisoning, such as uh, E. coli, salmonella, uh, and, and other types. Um, basically, it's called a public liability lawsuit. It's a specific kind of <clears throat> um, personal injury claim that often applies when contaminated food products are sold and cause people to get sick. A lawsuit may allow you to... Rec- also recover compensation for medical costs, hospital bills, loss of income, and other damages. You know what I'm saying? So if they have something in place where if your body is poisoned by food and you can prove through the product li- uh, through a product liability lawsuit that your body is sick and contaminated because of poisonous food, then why can't they do it with other poisons like crack? Uh. You know what I'm saying? You know, like like misinformation, like propaganda. These are all forms of poison. So we, if we can prove that our condition is a direct derivative of being poisoned, we should be seeking some type of liability or damages for the for for not only the mental damage but the social damages done to our community. There are things in place if niggas would only stop blaming each other. Right. Uh. And look a little deeper. Yeah, a few of us may have to die, nigga, but fuck it. So we can die anyway. So we can but, go after UCLA. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying. They'll have to they be telling themselves. It's the, the people who we're going after in, this, in these situations is, is, is the, the people in power. We'll the people at the United States you know, government. Exactly. The people who made I mean, distributed crack. That's an they uphill did it for battle. a reason. They already came up with the Iran Contra, all that shit. They like, I mean, uh, what, the Bay of the Pigs, was it? Nah, that was in Cuba, right? Bay of Pigs is Cuba. Contra, Contra, Contra. So... They, they already had a whole thing where Ali North came on and said, yeah, we did that. And that's what, and, and it's like, like, and that's why I be telling people, every year we do this shit with the voting shit, right? Who's the, who's the best with the best, right? Yeah, and every year the Democrats win, bro, reparations come up. And they say, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, that's why when people be like, oh, you, you, no, it's like, we got to look at accountability, right? We just said that. Right. So we know that party's supposed to represent black people, and every time it comes to vote for something, and 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 the Congress, you know what I'm saying, for us to win, money, mm-hmm. whether it be uh, what you're talking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, programs, shit like that, you know what I'm saying, that should should be helping black people specifically. You know what I mean, not not just not minorities, people of color, us black people. Facts. We have a special relationship with America. We we don't say nothing. We, we, we sit there and bitch we. We do what we do. We attack each other. We attack, we attack, we attack each other. Right. Like, oh, what Dougie? What the fuck is you talking about? Damn. You know what I mean? What the what, 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 you, you? No. What I'm saying is, we sat this shit. How long ago, Don? Yeah. I said. I said that yesterday. I said we sat there. Me and Don sat there and told y'all. Oh, yeah, like, like yeah, <laughs> This shit was finna happen. Yeah, yeah. You know tell All last year we were saying that shit. All last year. I'm just. But saying. look though, let me add. Recovery compensation is a big thing. Has anybody in here been affected by drugs? The use of drugs in their family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel like if you really had to pinpoint it that you've lost anything 
in life monetarily because of drugs or the consumption of drugs by anybody in your family? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you feel at any point in your life that maybe your mentality may have been somewhat poisoned because of as a result of some type of drug use or or you know erratic behaviors or non-healthy behaviors uh by people on drugs in your family yeah. mm -hmm. so i mean bro if if it was regular food we were consuming we would be able to we would be we would have a lawsuit yeah. there would be something that we would be able to gain from those losses why are niggas scared for the big payday I feel like niggas are scared of the big payoff. I, I feel like we like struggle, bro. Niggas are scared mm -hmm. to upset white folks. That's all, that's, all, that's all it is. I mean, because it's, it's still viewed as a hierarchy uh, to, unfortunately, the majority of brothers. And if you you don't want to, they don't want to step on that cape because they feel that you could be reprimanded in some way. That's what I think. That and checked also, in the place too, though. Well, checked in the place, and also a lot of black people don't feel like that. We have such low self confidence. We don't feel yeah. like. A thumbs up the video. Like the video, please. Please yeah, share the yeah. video. And like it. Thumbs Mash up. Smash that like button. We've been. Um, we don't think we deserve it. You know what That's I mean? Like, what I think. A lot of black people think. That's what no, I think. We 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 go to the same. We we were educated by our the people who enslaved us. So mm -hmm. we we literally have their mindset. We see ourselves the way they see us. Dang. They don't see us as, as deserving. So we don't see ourselves as deserving. Right. So it's like on that movie Django. Who that nigga on that horse right there? Mm -hmm. So that's how black people, whenever we, we get talking about, anytime we get like, I see some people in the chat talking about something, well, I'm going to get my own. Anytime we talk about getting what we pay for in taxes, like think about it, no other group has paid taxes in this country longer than black Americans. No other group, including these white people. We've been paying taxes longer than them. So when it comes time to get our share of what, People feel inside. I don't deserve it. I'm this. I'm that. And th you don't deserve it either too, because you a nigga. I feel like trauma has kept us in place though, and that piggybacks on what we were talking about Tuesday. If you're constantly putting images up of us getting shot by the police and beat and blah blah blah, and then we looking at that person like, damn, that person looked like me. That's what gonna, that's what's gonna happen to me. Even dating back to slavery. Look at this nigga hanging up on the tree, y'all. You see this? This will be you. This will be you. Every nigga that get out of place, try to speak out, make an advancement. This this you. Right. Speaking of that, yeah, like. We look at what black people have to deal with in this country. Not only the crack. I look at my grandparents. My grandparents own they own they own businesses. They mm -hmm. own real estate. They raised me, Dewan, just go ahead and get a job. These businesses, the terrorism that they faced as black business owners through the nineteen forties, fifties, and sixties, mm -hmm. made them raise my dad and me, saying, "Don't open your own business," because <laughs> they saw how the LAPD used to come on Broadway and shake them down for right. money. Right. They saw how. The, the government found ways to redline them out of money and then literally give the business to some new agent that just got here two weeks ago. So I will, so we were raised like that. The people that were getting lynched, these niggas was in suits. They owned businesses. These were the people who ran industry that were getting lynched back in the back in the 19-teens. So black people as a whole has this mindset of, let's just be safe, dog. Let's just get this job and get stay out the way. Because of what our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents went through and all that shit got passed down through epigenetics. Well, Craig, just like when you say, like, a few niggas gonna die, that part right there, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna be that nigga. So, <laughs> that right there to turn off 90%. Right. 90%. That's why people don't join the military. That's why a lot of people don't join the military. For that same, like, well, I could yeah. die? I could get shot? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. But I'm, I'm cool. not talking about physical, though. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, 
I mean, physical. Niggas gonna die physically. Let's not get to around that shit. Niggas ain't gonna sign up. I got a question. Rep, reputation wise, you take a hit when you do something out of the box. Yeah, niggas think you weird off top. Facts. That's one thing comedy has helped me with. I really don't give a fuck with nobody thing <laughs> because yeah, I've been shit. I've been the only person right in multiple situations, and then years later, motherfuckers come back like, bro, I remember what you said. Ah, you my bad. Right, bro. I thought you was just you know what I mean. Because right. some people don't care. You know, you got you got different types of personality traits, right? Mm-hmm. And some people don't do the political thing well. I'm one of those people where, like, you got people who they gonna work the room. Yeah. They're going to they gonna yeah. try to endear everybody yeah. to them Because they want their word to be strong right. So when they do something They got some credibility Then you got niggas like me I don't give a fuck what nobody think <laughs> Including my mama yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And ain't, ain't nobody I love more than my mama and my daddy But I don't give a fuck what they think yeah. I love them though yeah. right. Right. I would die for them though but and when I say that I don't mean like I'm right about shit. I mean when it comes to when it comes to certain things like the creative or when it comes to trying to do things that a lot of people aren't bold enough to try, sometimes you be on an island by yourself. Man. And it's just what it is. Man. It is what it is. And it's uncomfortable. Right. So you comfortable being uncomfortable. It's the only way to be. Gotta be. That's 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 the that's the that's the exercise. You know what I'm saying? The the, the Say that again, Dewan didn't hear you. <laughs> that's the exercise. <laughs> 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 Somebody said that's a cap. Nigga, that ain't a cap, that's nigga. Not a cap at all. Let me tell you something, man. What nigga? Clown eyes. Oh, <laughs> To do comedy, you got to realize, man. Pizza Inc. James To do anything creative, Charlie left a job making 80 to 100. I, you know what I'm saying? I worked in trucking, man. Yeah. That's what, that's what I made as a driver. I left it. That's what I made as a driver. I dibbled and dabbled and got a little jobs in between fucking with the cars where I wasn't really making the type of money I was right. used to. But I was always trying to get back close to this right here. When you leave shit like that, it takes a lot, bro, because it's comfort you're leaving. You know what I'm saying? It's hard, nigga. It's hard to, to be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? That's a thing, too. But I think a lot of the comfort that we think is real ain't really real either. Because before I moved to L.A., before I moved to L.A., I used to work at a bank, right? And the manager came. I was telling him, yo, I'm going to move to L.A. I'm going to do comedy. I remember the manager sat down. He had a conversation like, look, Anthony, you're blowing it. You can work here. You can make a 100000 a year buy a house. Stop chasing that comedy thing. Da, 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 da. Right, right, right. So I was just like, all right, man, fire me so I can get this unemployment. I wasn't hearing nothing to say it. Long story short, three months months later they shut down the branch mm. that i was working at and everybody got laid off and they all got three months pay from the people that had just started to the people that had been there 30 right. years so Damn. the security that you still Damn. think that you have really ain't secure at all it ain't no security so you might as well do what the fuck you want because there's really no security in it and you could be dead tomorrow bro exactly dead tomorrow my first day at bank of america Okay, was was December of 2001. Mm-hmm. The first day I started was another nigga's last day. He had been working there 33 years. He died on the job. Ooh, I come in for training. They're taking this nigga out on a stretcher. Damn. Wow. 
Come on, man. He, Bro, he, my he, he, swear to God, he literally died. Had a heart attack on the job. Man. They had that's another. Crazy. Had another and, they, and that's how they replace him. And they got replaced. Replaced. already replaced. He had another. <laughs> <laughs> he was a replacement. So, 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 get this thing out of here. So niggas anticipated him dying this day on your start day. No, no, I don't mean it like that. What I'm saying is he just happened to die. Hell, our first day of training was the day he died on the job. They gave you that nigga desk. They gave somebody his desk. Hey, hey, you know what I'm about that though, Craig? Yeah, that nigga's name bad, so God he came damn. in. I knew some bullshit. My, my first day working at the bank, the bank got robbed. Oh, say it again. I said, my first day working at the bank, the bank got robbed. Oh, that's what, I, I that's when they fired DeWan for being security. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Why did you taste that nigga? Nigga, 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 that nigga said Russian. Russian. Plural. That nigga dressed like the beginning of Fresh Prince. It is icy. BJ RB Jess. Hey, on the, on the real, we miss Brandon though, for real. Oh, no. guys, hey, yeah. Even though you do get emotional every time you see Cotton, nigga, we miss <laughs> <laughs> I remember what that was like. I mean, <laughs> hey, I remember yeah. them days. <laughs> but that's some real shit. But I, but the thing is, people talk about dying. When you constantly wake up every day, do some shit that you don't want to do for somebody else, barely making the stress. Piece of you dying a slow death anyway. You know what I mean? So some some people have a mindset of I'd rather put my foot down in the sand right now and end it and, and, and let let the chips fall where they may. Then live the next twenty years dying a slow death. Does yeah. this mm. work for lesser people? That's what you got to realize, man. When I say lesser, I don't mean like another human being is less than you, lesser than you. But regardless of age, you could have a, a an accumulation of experiences that give you more insight on shit than somebody that's ten years older than you. Facts. Mm. So you don't waste your time trying to prove to a motherfucker. Who may age-wise be older than you? That the ideas that are in your head are uh, are good ideas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your experiences are different. We all walk different paths, man. Did it give you a different perspective when you started a job, seeing somebody died on this? Like, what did you think about working That's for crazy. somebody at that point? It, 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 well, I was twenty when it happened, right. so I understood it. But it, it when it when it hit me later, because then I thought about my dad. Right. My dad was a type is a type of nigga never been late to work. He got to be to work at 6 in the morning. He's out the house by 3.30. He's at the job an hour and a half early drinking coffee, getting shit set up. Mm -hmm. Work through, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and they tried to fire him after 33 years You're from, from Seal Beach Navy Base. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he ended up moment. getting his retirement. That's great. So, oh, so, so, so to, cut, yeah. to cut his pension, they wanted to... They, exactly. Mm -hmm. And they tried to do some shady shit. So what I'm saying is, and even my mom, my mom is an overqualified person. Mm -hmm. Uh, extremely book smart, master's degree, years of working experience, and when she got to the point where the game was supposed to pay her, was that with an older, she couldn't get a job because she was an overqualified black woman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what mm -hmm. I'm saying is like, nigga, it, I grew up in a house where I was like, okay, I I saw the fantasy get shattered. Right. So it, it ain't no, it, yeah. I ain't, it yeah. never existed in my head that this American dream shit of getting a job and an education was the way. So let me ask y'all two a question, because y'all both hooped at a high level. Right. And when you got on a team or you got somewhere and there was, because there's politics in most sports. So when y'all experience the politics you experience in sports and you got to a new school and you hit a team 
and you you saw that the coach liked <laughs> one person more, or there was the political people yeah. on the team, blah blah blah. What did y'all do to gain the spots and the attention that y'all got? I just killed that nigga. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I hope you can show it. Yeah, nigga. yeah, you killed that nigga. Bad term. You can, and there's nothing nobody could do. Yeah. Now you got coaches that are trying to hide niggas, and it was it was it was different oh, for me because yeah. the, the politics typically catered my way because yeah. I was better than everybody. So it was these guys thought they were better, and then. They found out they weren't, and then I was getting on the free shit. So I like the politics. But you said something key. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, no, 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 I'm dead serious, bro. I got everything paid, everything paid for. We're at Adidas Big Time Camp, Nike Extravaganzas. I mean, we're we're literally episode. I didn't have to deal. I dealt with the on the other side. You see what I'm saying? I, I knew it was, guys. It was in who, your benefit. I knew dudes who had game. Now I'm like, damn, they're better than you know my two guard right over here, but. But y'all both said you know something. Y'all both said something can, that was I key. I paying my two guard X Y Z, so you're not gonna you're not gonna get burned right. at Rockfish. But y'all both Ooh, said something Rockfish that was key. Was bitch. Y'all both said something that was key though. Y'all worked. Y'all outworked everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And that yeah. that just piggybacks on what my mom was teaching me because the yeah. system. And hoop why can't for, for politics? Yeah. Politics and hoop is, is different. Yeah. No, I'm talking about politics in hoop, but I'm yeah. talking about us. If we look at the game, if we look at life like the game of hoop, like like how y'all had to outwork everybody. That's what my pops told me. Like, there's no way he said the system may never change. So I think you gotta outwork. You gotta outwork everybody. You gotta outwork everybody and be the best. That you got a life better than everybody else around you in order mm -hmm. to succeed because the system will never change. Let me you tell know you. What, what, let me right. tell you what hoop did to me. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take you back that too. He has the same sense. When you're a high level hooper, not just a nigga that can hoop, you can feel you feel shit different. You understand what I'm saying? That's I can true. I can feel when a nigga trying to be on my heels. I I feel shit different because I've been the man the majority of my life. Facts. So the shit that other niggas can't see, I can see. And it's like I know how to deal with it because I know I've been the nigga that's trying to get to that next level. But when you when you have that mentality and you've been the man before, you don't necessarily like I'm not worried about trying to be the man because I already know that. If I not just work hard, but if I work in the unique way that I work, right. then I'm going to always be in a position where I'm going to shine. I'm not really trying to be the greatest. I'm just trying to have fun in what I do and put me into whatever it is that I do. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of motherfuckers who haven't played sports, they start sense people, sensing people on their heels and they take it the wrong way. So what weak niggas Go do ahead. is they get niggas away from them who are a direct threat because they feel them on their heels, not even knowing that the more niggas you have in your in your immediate circle that are on your heels, the stronger your work is, the better your work is, and the more support system that you're gonna have as you go up. But if you start to clean house of every nigga that is a dominant male or a dominant figure in what you do because you you feel threatened, believe me. Believe me, you will fall, and when you fall, there'll be nobody to help you because niggas, real niggas, know real niggas have a sense of why you do certain shit. Still, 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 still sharp and still. Still sharp, sharp, sharp and still. Yeah, and talk, like, I don't, I don't live in the past of the our apex days, whatever, right? But Craig, we were on the other side of the politics where they, they, they everybody kissed our ass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like every person, every coach, and the majority of coaches in California, blah blah blah, kissed my ass, blah blah blah, before the injury. Whatever, but I I would never reject those politics that cater to me though. Right. 
You see, like, it, it's weird. Like, I knew what was yeah. going on. We're like whites. Yeah. yeah that's world what, of white <laughs> supremacists. <laughs> the system is perfect, right? It's working for me. You get it now. Like, I don't like racist. We paid for nothing. Niggas been in front of the bus the whole time. We paid for nothing. All the like, I'm the same year as Braun, right? We have to, we all at the same tournament. We have to, we with all the same shit. So, how how do you how do you break away from that when it caters to you? Hey, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You know what? You know what? The only way, because look, let me tell you something. This nigga was a great hooper, but no matter how great he was, I know he never planned on seeing a nigga like LeBron James. So that's. I was prepared for it. Well, what I'm saying is like because me and Trevor Reza were the t- we were one of the top yeah. players in California uh, during but, during during my tour. What I'm saying I is, no matter how much we prepare, no matter how dope we are, there's always somebody out there who was born for this. That nigga Bron yeah. dropped fifty on Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that game. Hey. I was at that game. So, that's but, my school. But, 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 but you have to remember. So when when it's like the top five players, like Trev, me, uh, Khalif Ford, LeBron, like, smoke my so squad, when we man. so when I'm looking at, it, I'm like, man, I, I wanted to smoke. I'm like, all right, I don't buy it. Because in my mind, I was better than Trev. Yeah, right. So I'm like, well, fuck it. If we're all listed together, I want to play I want to play against Braun because I wanted, mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted that at the Long Beach Pyramid yeah. to go in there. If you play in the Pyramid out here, like, nigga, you was long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So, again, as a hooper, we, I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I never looked at it as that. Right. Like, well, I'm, I'm in the same terms with Telfair, yeah. giving a nigga bucket. So right. I'm not, I'm never, I've never viewed... I've never viewed basketball as like something that you're a man. We all bleed. I just viewed it like we all bleed the same. Yeah, it would have been great too. Yeah. See, if that nigga dropped 50, I'd have been like, oh shit, because Villanueva dropped like 45. But I know yeah. it. No matter what you do, there's a Bron Kobe like talent out there that you've you never heard of. Damn so, yeah. so I, I never had <laughs> the attitude 50, like I was the great. Like I never had the attitude like I was. I know I was the greatest in my area because I seen all them niggas. But his area have some of the best hoopers on the planet. But but what I'm saying. Saying is, I always know in the back of my mind, it's some nigga out there that's wait. Th- you can't th- fuck with him. It is always it's, a nigga out yeah. there, bro. So I never do this comedy. You know, I heard niggas say, "I want to be the greatest." I want to be fuck Dave Chappelle. I love him. I don't want to be Dave Chappelle. Right. None of them niggas. <clears throat> I just want to do what I do. You that, and that's the only way you could do it because you will be disappointed because that's life up. has a way of creating people. Mm-hmm. That are anomalies that you never thought you would run across a motherfucker like this. Yeah. yeah. When, when I first heard about LeBron, he was in the 10th grade, and niggas were already saying that he's the greatest high school player ever. I mean, he yeah. was in Slam Magazine. Yeah, yeah. And, we'll and I had never seen him. All I knew of was Shea Cotton, Baron Davis, yeah, them niggas. Shea to me, Cotton. these niggas is gods. Yeah, Shea Cotton was a god. Shea Cotton, god. And then when I seen LeBron come to L.A., and put that thing on Westchester, Man. Paul. Oh, 50. Oh. He and where she dropped still one state that year? That nigga dropped a fifty ball. Oh, he he dropped. He dropped fifty. And Westchester still won state that year, but they yeah, Westchester won state. Westchester's, but Westchester's whole first five was all Americans. Bro, Amir Johnson was on that. <laughs> Amir, yeah, Johnson. Amir, Amir Johnson came from high school. We were the last ones out of high school. He went to the league. Bottom, after that. bottom I, was I, on I, that I, squad. I, 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 Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown was on that squad. That squad had that five. Keith Everidge was on there. Had eleven D one niggas. It was ridiculous. There was 11-D-1 niggas on that squad. Yes. And in my year, the first time I seen Deshaun <laughs> Stevenson play, that's the only he nigga. He was a in high school. The only, you know the crazy part about that, though, Craig? Because going in and talking about how like it's awesome out there, I went to Westchester. My ninth grade year, I hooped at Westchester. My ninth grade year, I'm thinking, okay, I'm about to play some basketball. Niggas was six. Because that's when Crenshaw, no, but that's when, that's when Crenshaw had all the talent. 
And then Willie West retired. And then all of a sudden, Westchester went from wearing Adidas to wearing Nikes. And all these, and I was a 6'1 point forward. <laughs> and then all these motherfuckers started coming out of nowhere. David Boothball, 6'7. Tony Bland, Brandon Graham. All these niggas came out of nowhere. And so you think you got a hoop dream until Nike bring his talent to your school. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm playing football. Here's a wild shit. Like, so, so they, <laughs> no more so, basketball for me, nigga. So, so, Duan, so you, you see, they, they did play. Remember, this was before, when the internet, internet was still new to all of us back then, right? So we had SoCal hoops. We didn't have yeah, all Yeah, remember that shit. We had SoCal hoops. Anybody know what I'm talking about? My name's still in the moment. Anybody know Niggas had SoCal hoops. So they used to, we have to do player bios, right? Mm-hmm. So it said, like, you know, your inspiration, your favorite player, what do you want to achieve in life? And one of my teammates it said, who's your favorite player? This nigga put LeBron James. And I remember I got so mad because I'm like, nigga, we're the same. He's in high school with us right, right now. Right, like, right. That's your peer. So I'm like, that's big money TV. So, so <laughs> when we, when we, we got invited to Adidas big time, right? So I knew LeBron was out there. I'm like, all right, nigga. Like, I need to win this many games, and I'm going to bust this dude out. Like, because he, like, he was getting all this attraction. And again, you look at LeBron now to then. I when we're in high school, it's different. I'm just, it's different I'm just looking at like six yeah, yeah. A, whatever, at least whatever, right? Like we've seen a lot of. You hear yeah. a lot of six A niggas that's supposed to be the best. But you never really walk in the gym but, and so think, I "Oh, I can't deal but, with this." So, we, nah. so when we get out there, right? We're big, we're killing niggas, right? I find out he broke his hand. I guess I think he was playing football or something. He didn't play, and I remember I was just. I want to. I never looked at him like that. Obviously, if you look fast forward, obviously the guy's better than everybody. Yeah. But when you're a competitor, Craig, remember that mindset. Yeah. You don't view your peers. Nah, that's about like, like, like I don't look up to a nigga my age, bro. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I wanted to bust this nigga. Yeah, pause. You know what I'm saying? And it, it never. But I, I remember I was so mad like about teammate. Like, best. I don't you like said LeBron? Hey, bro, I want to. I want to like. I'm going to go back to a point you made earlier about you know working hard and stuff like that. My dad raised me, man. Don't work hard. Work. Or do smart. enough to get the job done and not get fired because it will replace your ass overnight. I remember, mm-hmm. I, and I saw this with my dad. I remember, I saw my dad was a truck driver, local truck driver. I saw going through school, he made less money through the 90s than he did in the 80s. Why? Because when, during the 80s, when the money started getting higher and higher, America opened up the floodgates. All of a sudden, and I, there's no disrespect to people, but this is just what happened. All of a sudden, you saw a whole bunch of Mexicans come over, and they started taking those jobs. And so, as they started taking those jobs for less pay, when the unions got together, like, okay, we need a raise, you got all these new people who are happy to be getting $5 an hour, we trying to get 15 and and if you don't want it, they get your ass up out of there. So, that's why I learned at a young age, man, when it comes, if you're going to get a job, learn the job, but don't work hard at that job, because these jobs don't get a fuck about you, and the minute they get somebody to come over here and work for less... Yo ass is out of there. And that's for the people listening. Get if you if you own a job, learn the job and learn your angle on that job. But don't give that job your heart and soul. Fuck that job. Yeah, that fire. Man, make sure y'all smash the like button. The like button, please. Yeah. 2,000 likes. We had 650 <clears throat> likes. Oh, Take, bro, the ratio is crazy. It takes two seconds. The ratio is crazy. Please. Lazy ass niggas. CT, get on these niggas. Get them. Hey, I heard, I heard Walter Payton say something, man, that just, he said, they asked him, like, how do you vision yourself? What do you do during practice? Blah, blah, blah. How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself running touchdowns? He said, I never envision myself running touchdowns. I always, I always see myself running heels. So he visualized what it took to get there. Not all the way there. Because his name is Sweetness. Sweetness. Nigga just destroyed the whole. 
Yeah, yeah, I gotta go to something else. Nigga, they killed his whole legacy. Fuck his quotes. He was getting hit in the ass. So anything he said don't be shit. Man, Jesus Christ. So I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't necessarily agree with that. Like work just enough to get by. I mean, everything that has happened for me just came. I mean. Proverbs said, diligent hands bear rule. So I believe every every piece of my life has came from working as hard as I possibly can, but seeing myself running hills, not seeing myself being the greatest, because I'd never be the greatest, I don't think. But if I'm the greatest at my work ethic, that's what I can focus on. So let me, let's get back on. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I see the math and what he's saying, and I see the math and what he's saying. Different different folks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> if you, um. So back to the system. So if diligent hairs, hands bear rule, bear rule, and you work hard like my dad did, you know what I'm saying? Are you barely woke, but y'all both retired? Now that's more of a personal moral battle. I'm doing it because this is for me, really. It ain't about yeah. these motherfuckers over here. It's just about my own personal stance mm -hmm. in life. Right. I want to give. I want to give my all to everything I do. But what I'm saying is, if you do give your all and it doesn't work out, whose failure is that? Is it is that your failure or is it the system's failure? If you do everything and right, right in your life, never break a law, get go to work on time, pay your taxes, and then you know, you get fired. Nineteen years into a twenty-year career, because you know they got a new boss and they made a new policy. Like, is that your failure? No, they no. designed the system that way. No. The system's kind of designed to do that, though. You know what I mean? Because right. it was That's retirement age before Reagan was like, you work thirty years, twenty years, you get to retirement age. Then Reagan get in office and said, "Nah, you gotta work till sixty-five. I think it becomes your fault because you're not you're not planning for the future if the shit goes left. I mean, I get it. You could be at a job, you could be there for thirty years, shit can go great. But if you're not always thinking, these motherfuckers can fire me at any given time. This shit could just go. So you're not setting yourself up to have another play. Then you could put yourself. But you know what would happen if you were in Norway, right? Well, no. What would happen if I was in Norway? You get fired. You've been on the job nineteen years. Mm -hmm. They would just retrain you to do something else. You'd be making the same money you was making at the previous job. You know and what I'm saying? And they got the money. So even if you were at home on unemployment and you was making ten thousand a month in Norway, I mean, if you was making ten thousand a month on your job, you get fired. You would be on. Ten, you'd be making ten thousand dollars a month on unemployment. Then your next job. You know what I mean? So man, we, and when you look at Libya before we talked about that though, like that's the system that they want to have in place over there. They the shit ain't gonna work for for us over here because like the the they need the jails. They need us in the jails. They need us to be doing the shit that we but, doing. Well, but you're saying that even though they need us, you're saying that fairness won't work. No, 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 I don't think that, no, I don't think that it will. The people in power. Because no. you got all these people working for free. I'm so for <laughs> it, it will work for us, yes, but we don't make the system. This ain't we're, 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 we're living under someone else's system. We make, no, we, we make the system. So we wrote it. Who? Yeah, we the, the what the people the system is whatever the people are willing to tolerate. The law is whatever whatever rules the people are willing to obey is the law. That's how it works. And the people up top, they know this. That's why they're always... Look at what Joe Biden said the other day. I understand people are mad that the dude got shot, but don't burn shit. Right, right, the reason right, why right, he said that is the, because the people at top, they're very paranoid. Yeah. They know when the people at the bottom stop accepting it, they have to change the rules. Because the, the, the number one way to undermine a country is internal disruption. The way the United States keeps every other country on the planet under their foot is they find people who are discontent within how, within how that nation's run, they fund them, 
and have them internally destabilize the country. Mm-hmm. That way, the United States will come bring shell oil what and drill in all these countries. So when, when the United States sees the people say, you know what, not enough, they have to move because if the people say no, they can't do what they want to do. So they got to give whatever concessions the people demand. Uh-huh. See, look, what a sounds lot, good. What, 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 no, but those what you got to understand. <laughs> that's, that's what, <laughs> what you got to understand. Like you can't yeah, think, you, you can't think that it's right just because it's right now. You feel what I'm saying? Like the, the voice rebellion is the voice of the people. Mm-hmm. This yeah. that's a part of our culture, actually. Yeah, I get that. From Shay's rebellion to motherfucking Bacon's rebellion, Bacon's rebellion, rebellion to the motherfucking civil rights movement, like the, the Roaring Twenties. I mean, the rebellion. I mean, yeah, you could. Well, you got the Red Go Rum on Summer on. and the Roaring the Roaring Twenties. You want to yeah. know what that was about? Basically, uh, a lot of whites were discontent when, when uh, you know, with having to fight for war, fight in World War One, because they they blame black people for it. Uh-huh. And so what happened was, um, yeah, because a lot of a lot of the uh, Italian and Polish immigrants, when they were coming to this country, uh-huh. they were being forced to go to war, and they were angry about that. So uh-huh. when they came back from from um, from war in the 1920s, it was called the Red Summer. And all in all the major cities across the, uh, this entire country, they started to just kill black folks. It was like a couple. It was like a couple weeks, huh, mm-hmm. of just murdering black people for only for no reason. The only cities we fought back in were Washington D.C. and Chicago, where the, where black folks was killing a lot of white people. But they just all they just all just start fucking rebelling because um, they had to go to war and we were taking the jobs. The same mm-hmm. shit that's happening to us right now. Like mm-hmm. lights from us. You know what I'm saying? Look, yeah. up, look up the Red Summer. I, I might be saying <laughs> it wrong. Look at America. All America that's, is is defunct Europe. Europe was having all kinds of internal wars. The Europeans said, I ain't taking this shit no more. So they say, okay, we just stole a bunch of land on the other side of the ocean. You go over there and get what you, and you want to get something. The government only moves at the pace the people allow it to. And as long as the people remember that, the people... Because I can point to you, everything that we have right now that are laws... Every single law that we have on the book mm-hmm. that sides with the people, I can show you the rebellion and I can show you the people who fought for it. The government never came out and just said, okay, if we're going to talk about black people getting government jobs, A. Philip Randolph. Before A. Philip Randolph, black people couldn't get jobs in the government sector or anything that went towards the military other than actually fighting in war. So, so let me ask you this, let me ask you this question then. small... No, Because like, no, no, it's, no, it's we, like, we, we, I don't... I, I, get the, I get what you're saying. Like like these these rebellions cause change, but it seems like this like small. Victims. Let me give you an example. You from Nigeria, right? I'm, I'm from Gardena. Gardena. I mean, your family's from Nigeria. Yes. I'm your family is That's my culture. That's my, that's my heritage. Yeah, but your I was born and raised in What is the same hospital as you, nigga? Shut up. What allowed your parents to come over here and have you? The people fighting saying, you know what? Black, I'm, tired of the, I'm tired of you importing all these Europeans and stuff. We need black people over here. And because the people listen, that's so you can't say it's small. Because in a lot of people... Two thirds of America wouldn't be in the United States of America right now if the people didn't say, well, if we, "Let these people over here." If, like, we, if we were more passive, and and there would really be no other immigrant class. None. There would be no reason to have because we were doing all the work mm-hmm. for but free. I think we, we passive and content now. 
We are. What's that's it gonna fact. What's it gonna take to change? Niggas right, won't even write their congressman to right. complain. <laughs> so why would a nigga wanna go revolt? Go out there on Tuesday night and throw the nigga. I got, well, look, I, go got ahead, I got practice. I don't wanna go to that. Look at last summer. <laughs> look at what's going on last summer right now. You got the, the young people out there right now. I don't know I don't know I don't know if you can see them last year. The, the young, young people out where? The youth are right now saying, you know what this doing this what? This social contract doesn't work with us. <laughs> no, this, this generation is putting doing in work. This, this generation is putting, putting in, in work, work right now. When they have kids, if this shit's going to be a it's whole way different. Game. This generation this, putting in work when right When Gen now. Z starts having kids, bro, it's going to be a whole different game. No, no, yes, I'm trying to figure out. They're okay, shit done. They're, they're getting shit done. None of our punk ass grandparents or parents did. Why though? I don't they know. My grandfather wasn't no punk. That no, nigga no, was no, a no, killer. Why, why yeah, yeah, our grandparents done. failed, bro. None of that. That's just fact. No, they did. How? So, I believe, I believe that generation what these kids are saying, doing now, they they know how to cancel niggas now. Like, just, you know why? Though? See, that's the that thing. shit ain't gonna work for too much. That's, 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 that's why I want to know. I need y'all niggas to tell me what they're doing, and then yeah, I, I, I have tell nothing, me nothing getting the nigga canceled because he called somebody a fag on the internet. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. They whole shit is they whole shit is not being. It's not theirs. It's not that generation better than ours, bro. I agree. I've been saying it. I've been saying that. Our generation has a lot of bitch asses. Okay, school. But in my generation, we're the same generation. So you're the same old. My generation. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You're the same old ass niggas I know. Yeah, I didn't. 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 I didn't.
But if he say nigger, nigga in any mm. any kind of way, facts, it's facts, cool. Facts. It's cool. That's a good point Doug Megan. Like and I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Right now, no, that's I a think it's a great point. <laughs> but I think, I think, I think both sides are right. But the truth is, the truth, like always, is somewhere in the middle. Because you're right, we 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 didn't stand for certain things when it came to us. But our generation will, will be very, 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 very quick to fight another black person. Oh, that's yeah. where all gang things come from. Yeah. Another another person of color. You know what I mean? We'll be quick to do some shit like that, but when it comes to taking on white supremacy, niggas got very docile from our generation. That's no. what we felt. Oh, them. yeah, riots. What yeah. we said, no, that's LA, that, no, that's LA, nigga. I'm talking about the that's just what's uh. my own city, nigga. That's my own city, nigga. <laughs> but but what, I'm, what I'm saying is this these kids now, they may allow, uh, they may allow other people, Mexicans, to say, nigga, and I don't agree with that, but one thing I will get in credit for, this generation showed up on motherfuckers' doorsteps. We didn't. You know what I mean? They're doing it. And, 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 and thing is, and thing is what, 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 one what, 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 this gen- the this generation is be they'll be in Seattle or Washington like nigga fuck that shit let's turn up and they right. fight the so, thing is these kids are fighting them. the right people Bro. that's what I'm saying they may, they may be dumb they're they they coming at lawmakers yes, they are. They they're fighting they're fighting because because guess what happened. Reparations was never. They're not at Capitol Hill my, enough for me. My whole life, my whole life. Look, you gotta be where it matters. You gotta be where it matters. Look, reparations was never discussed. The minute the little young bastards got out last year, did the fuck they did. All of a sudden, reparations got on the table to discuss. All of a sudden, people are looking out for what black. So you think it's the What's effect of these young niggas? Yes, it's the effect of the young niggas. go ahead and vote regardless of what happens. I, I like this generation a lot. I'm not hating. No, I think it's collectively. I think it's. I don't think it's just them. I think it's collectively everybody. I don't think it's just the young niggas. No, but what about the last part? The one said, "Go ahead and vote regardless of what happened." That's what we was on, bro. I mean, that's part of. But but here's the thing, though. It's the internet, bro. Mm-hmm. It's the internet, bro. We were raised in a very our generation. We, we were the we, we got a lot of whole ass niggas, but we, but we just we, didn't have the tools this generation but, had. But, but we didn't have the tools. We're the last of the, you know. We were raised by the generation that was very simple, bro. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a, the night the baby boomer generation was very simple, bro. Yeah. All they gave a fuck about was sports and partying. Yeah, but their whole thing Cocaine and the Lakers and the Dodgers. My childhood is that's all my childhood. Yeah, Laker games, yeah. but it's not uh, Tyson fights, no, Sugar Ray Leonard fights, but it was never no political activism like that in the eighties. The eighties was all about fucking dope and partying and that's fucking right. fighting and gangbang. But they still preach go to school and that's the road to get a good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, like think think about that ideology now. Yeah, there were no Uber. It doesn't. It's like <laughs> you had to. Right. My mom like, but they can't break out. An old nigga not gonna. Majority don't break out of that idea. I try to get my dad to come to the so, show. So just think, they taught our generation. Yeah. yeah so I'm there's a lot of that. old yeah. ass niggas that yeah, yeah, that, that, oh, yeah, that yeah, fought, yeah, that yeah. fought yeah. in today's day. We're there. We we had whole ass mindsets, bro. Some of us broke out. Some of us didn't. That's what I'm trying to say. We did. We thought hard work was the way. We thought if you work hard, no, no, no. Hard work is the way, but. Hard, the right kind of hard yeah, work. Gotta, you, you hard work for smart. you, you and your family is yeah. the way. But hard work for somebody else, you you mistaken activity hey, for progress. You gotta hey, always have two plans, this, man. You gotta have two plans. You know what I'm saying? You got like Doughboy was saying, and my pops taught me the same thing. He said a real man fights with two hands. 
Your right hand, you fighting with this nine to five job, but your left hand, you working your gift just in case this whole ass job fails you. So you're always working on your gift you got going on. He said, and it's always harder to hit a moving target. He said, you as a black man, you a target no matter what job you on. So if you moving, you working towards goals, in case they on some whole shit, you go somewhere else. And that's what I mean by working hard. will always be on some whole shit. As soon as you want more from a job than what they want from you, they're going to get on some whole shit. I promise you. It's no way around it. Okay. It's it's no I mean, way around. Go ahead. Well, that's why most of them uh, occupations have salary caps. You know what I'm saying? Well, they you know that, nigga. It's only so far you going, nigga. Hey, I, 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 I that's why they have minimum wage. Because yeah. because if I could pay you less, I would. But legally, I'm not allowed yeah. to. Yeah. Hey, that's all it is. Right. I do want to give our generation legally, credit, though. Uh, when it comes to Generation X and uh, us millennials. I want to give Gen us credit. Um, and Gen Z, man. No, I'm saying us millennials. And the people below us. I, mean, I also want to give our generation credit because we're the generation that saw the mistakes the baby boomers raised us on. Talk about it. And a lot of us broke away from that. Right. And we, because we went through the trials. And so look at this. We at Craig Facts right now yeah. talking to a whole bunch of young motherfuckers who grew up watching Doughboy and Craig on TV they while they were in high school. They grew up watching But, but look at the conversation we're giving them. Right. Our, the, old, the old folks told us to listen to Jesse Jackson yeah, and Al yeah. Sharpton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we the ones saying, fuck Jesse Jackson and Al, and Al Sharpton. And we, they, we, we got some real shit going on right here. So I do want to give our generation credit well, for at least catching up. Well, there's that's some that's niggas fair. before us that has... I ain't gonna 5150. This is a progressive ass show, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Holcomb is a motherfucking monster mentally, bro. Yeah, yeah. Niggas like that open my eyes to shit. Niggas like motherfucking Zoe, Zoe Umar Johnson, like yeah, yeah. some of them older niggas, you know. I mean, I could we could go down the list. Hey, 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 Randy Short. <laughs> Randy Short it was harder to find. It was harder to find. The information was harder for our generation to find. One thousand percent. We nigga, there's no way I would have known who any of these niggas were in nineteen ninety-three. But we didn't have these two. Unless I was going to a black college or I was majoring in African American studies, I would have never heard of none of these niggas. Well, and to put it in perspective, I, I learned a lot from the show. Dick Gregory's well, the goat. Yeah. 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 Shout, yeah. shout out to the white boy who bought them white pornos who just threw them away. Hey, that's was our porno. I want to ask you something because for me, I learned a lot about this. Sh- I learned a lot from this show Facts. all the time. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up the video. So when we're talking about ho ass niggas that were the, the our quote unquote the, our parents generation. Could you be friends with your parents if they want your parents and you were your age now and you knew them? Yeah, my daddy. I couldn't be friends with my majority dad. of my family then. Yes. My dad all day. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, okay. But are there yeah. some that you it's like, man, I, I, got certain, fuck, yeah. I only have to fuck with you because we're related. I love all my family. I, here's the thing. Not everybody's solid, Craig. Let, don't do that. Yeah. Some dumbass niggas say I'm just My family you know, my pretty solid. Brother, idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's my, yeah, for no, the majority like, of my family, I just someone I fuck with. They solid. No, I'm not saying drop the name, but bro, nobody. No, there's no bitch-ass niggas in my family, luckily. Yeah, ain't no niggas I don't fuck with. There are some people I don't fuck with because they're too ignorant. Mm. But then they know, but not, but I wouldn't change it like that. I still would hang with them. And yeah, I love them. Still but, love them. You know what I'm saying? It's motherfuckers in my family who think you a bitch if you ain't ever been to jail. Yeah, I can damn. Uh, <laughs> you ain't been, you ain't been putting no work in. Damn, You ain't been putting no work in, nigga. Real spit, nigga. Damn, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Or it's motherfuckers who don't uh-huh. under, understand the concept in my family. 
where you got to put the work in for yourself. So if you don't talk to them for an extended period of time, they think it's beef. Oh, man. Uh, nigga, it ain't no beef. You, I love right you, nigga. Isaiah, go to the website, uh, thecraigsmith.com, you, you, and uh, we'll re- uh, just put a, put a submission in and we'll reach back out to are, you. Are you got extremes like my mom? My mom is so super in the church. She feel like... If you ain't you ain't been to church, your relationship ain't right with God. So she always come out. What's going on in your life? You gotta get your relationship right with God. <laughs> I got some family. I got a lot of family like that. <laughs> I love my yeah. grandma to death too. I can't do it. It don't matter what you got going for you. If you in the church, you ain't doing shit. But that's like sweet innocent type of thing. It is. Nah, but that's I, like, but it's still kind of destructive. That's a slave mentality, bro. Kind of destructive. I, I, I look it's at slave it. mentality. But there are people. There are people. What he's saying is there are people who feel like if you ain't doing what they're doing. Then you automatically on the outside looking That's in. If you ain't going to church, or if you ain't coming to these meetings, or if you ain't a mason, or if you ain't any of this other shit, you a whole ass nigga. Like, dang, just because I ain't doing what you doing. <laughs> we also yeah. got this: the baby boomer generation. By the time they were ten, they saw the Black Panthers murdered off. They saw mm-hmm. X King, Mega Evers, uh, Paul Robertson. All that. so so. They had a lot of direct, direct, direct trauma at very young age. Yeah, what what it came from? Perspective to it. who the baby boomers are. Huh? Before born in the 1950s, born, born in the 50s and early, and, and they think we're the laziest fucking. Yeah, they think we're the laziest fucking. And they think we're, they, they, they think we're lazy, but they they inherited the country to where if you went to UCLA in the 1970s, you basically got to go for free. Thank you. And then like when you bought a house in the 70s and 80s, oh, the, the, they house, think, they think the house is only three times your year, uh, th- uh, three times what you make in a year. Correct. You can buy a house. You know what I mean? And so they got all that shit, and then they used it. And then they turn around and allow the, the the system to take music out of our schools. They allow the system to raise the price of college. They allow all that shit to happen. To take out the trades. They voted in Reagan. Job Corps used to be a part of regular school. Talk about that shit. What? Job Corps used to be a part of regular school. You would graduate high school, a, plum, a plumber, a certified mechanic, an electrician. They took that shit out in California. They had the mechanics. They had actual cars niggas was working on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After school and, 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 and shit. And I was thing. You dumbass niggas in the chat, a millennial is anyone born is after 1980 because you're turning to adulthood at yeah, the at the millennium. So you got people saying we're not you're not millennials. Niggas are dumb niggas. Niggas be 35 thinking they're not millennials. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen niggas like, I can't stand these millennials. Like nigga, you talk about yourself. I thought I was Generation X, but I'm not. No, sir. But talk about why talk about why they pulled those things out of the school. Wasn't that the beginning of the school to prison pipeline when they started to pull those trades out of the school? Remember remember when you like we said earlier when you were talking about how um we we didn't allow like if we didn't allow this shit to happen, we allowed all that shit you just said to happen then. Yeah. All that bad shit you just said, you named off you spouted off a bunch of horrible shit and we allowed it. You know and and you it's still my, these things are still in place today. You know what my dad said? You know, this some this is my dad used to tell me all the time. And this is before we even got to where we are right now. My dad used to always say, because it's not us, it's, it's that generation. My dad used to always say in the 60s, we saw all the things that our parents put in. So when the 70s came around, we in our 20s, we got that good music. We in the party. We thought we won. That's what my dad said. The 70s, the 70s was a decade of black people thinking that they won. And then they hit us with three movies. And if you look back at black society, all th- black men went one of these three routes. Superfly, The Mac. Or Shaft. Talk your shit, bro. God, and so when it comes to Shaft, those movies saved Hollywood because Hollywood was going bankrupt because God. of White Flight. God. They came out with Shaft. 
So the shaft mindset of black person is the one that went and got to be a police officer or went to college straight laced. Then you had the Mac guy, the guy who wanted to be the pimp because that was the other way to make money. Stick yourself, Tony! Yeah, then you had the Superfly because the drugs... Because (laughs) Superfly came out at a time they were... That came out right before they started introducing crack to the streets. Right. So the movies... Damn. Inform how people move. Already it, it, they, are, they already had your mindset the there. Were already laid out. Yeah, they're, they're already let out. So when it comes to that, they always say that seventies was a party time and black people let their defenses down. Damn. Bro. Meanwhile, in the seventies, what did white supremacists do? They had a book that came out in nineteen seventy seven called The Turner Diaries that talked about what's going to happen in America if there's a breakdown in society. Basically, how we going to handle these niggas? So all throughout the seventies and the eighties, while black people were partying and shit, <laughs> white folks was getting a little militia on. They was getting their gun training on, and then the they 90s, still doing that, and they still doing it. But you saw they busted out when you saw Waco, Texas, and Ruby Ridge, yeah. and all that stuff that happened. Timothy McVeigh, all that shit was in the Turner Diaries, and they still living off that while we was partying. That's why I say I want to give credit to millennials right. and Gen X because we saw the whoopty win, man. We at least telling these little young motherfuckers what's going on. Oh, we stopped going to them high schools. We wasn't going to the high schools after we graduated. Niggas, got lazy. niggas wasn't fucking with that crack. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see a lot of dope things when I was in high school. I knew niggas that fucked around, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that, bro. It was like so, like we 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 cut out a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying to introduce to the next generation. So, like I said, I think we we're failing them by not letting them know. Like, look, you guys have the tools to do better than we can ever fucking do. Facts. So, let, so how do we easily identify the difference between? A personal failure and a system failure. Like, how can we do that as a collective? Because I believe if we had a guideline for that, we would know when it's time to start fucking shit up. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily rioting, but well, a lot of times we stare at things that are system failures and we attribute the failure to the wrong person. So we allow people to keep failing and keep failing and keep failing and keep failing and keep failing. And, keep failing. and then finally we do something where if we had an identifiable process where it pointed out, hey, this is a system failure. We all need to get up in arms about this now. So many people wouldn't have to fucking fail. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, nigga, the... They just killed two niggas in the last week. <laughs> so obviously, in the last shit, week, <coughs> what same, we doing ain't working. Same thing. You know what? It's our, it's our, it's our, it's our cause though, because if we're in the shit, they're running for president. Oh yeah, but we're, we're saying but, but you shouldn't be able to be a police officer unless you got black friends. <laughs> and live in that neighborhood. And live in that neighborhood. Even if you don't have black friends, my thing is this. If you're a racist, our thing is with white people, we want y'all to be outright racist. I, I love outright racist. Yeah. If a motherfucker... Oh, like, I do too. Please. Like, Call me a nigga, like please. If people and he like showing me that shit, <gasps> I feel like, okay, you're a man. Because a lot of mm. 98% of these white people are cowards. They hide behind, you know what I'm saying, this this liberal thinking they have. Like, oh, well, we love everybody. Mm. Even even dogs. You know what I'm saying? That's why they put so much effort into loving a fucking dog. The comparison mm. to that, though. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking dog. So if we in this shit, if we in this shit to... To cause like a traditional uh, wealth throughout throughout our, our, our generations, we not we not we finna stay here. We not finna make a grand exodus. We gonna either have to, like he said, fuck all that. Has the system failed you ever? Yes. How? Shit, I've fucking not growing up in a two parent home. Fucking high school, you know what I'm saying? Not, not, Ooh, not high school. school. Doughboy, has the system ever failed you? And absolutely, the school system, the nutrition shit that they taught us. Like even back in the day, they used to tell us to eat hella grains and carbs and shit. I believe it. That's why I'm overweight to this day. 
Charlie has it. Think about that shit. Think about Think about the food pyramid. It was some bullshit. Doughboy got a piano at the house with butter on the keys. Charlie, system failed. Absolutely, I grew up in the neighborhood where it was it was primarily black, and they built these houses in the area where it was toxic waste and all this other shit. I oh, caught yeah. cancer at 15, along with several other people in that area. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely, bro. Dozy, has the system failed you ever, and how? Yes, I remember us living in that small ass fucking house when we was uh, with seven kids, two parents in the two, in the one bedroom. Shit, uh, yeah, house. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a one bedroom, nigga. Like, like, let's, Brandon, let's, like, <laughs> shit, Brandon, has the system ever failed? It was an apartment before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an '80s baby. I, I grew up, you know, with drugs in my household, and we grew up in a homeless shelter. So. 12, 12, 13 years old. I mean, yeah. So look at all of the traumas that we beat, but the system has never acknowledged or done anything to try to repair it. It's only put things in place that would scrape us off the bottom if we didn't get our shit together. But it's never put anything in place to repair all the damages done to us. And it's almost like we act like we live in a perfect system that we can't hold accountable for shit. You know what I'm saying? DeWine, has the system ever failed you? Hell yeah. How? Elementary school, when they failed you, you know, the first, when they, they fail you in, they tell you the first black person to do something. No, nigga, that's just the first black person that they hired. Man. Right. Mm. So what that does is it builds into the mind of the child, I ain't good enough. That if if all these things been going on for all these years, hey, a black person do the shit two that weeks ago. DeWine said when the system failed him when, when McDonald's ice cream machines broke. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, this motherfucker. Brand, why, is, why is Brandon's neck blacker than his nose? How the fuck that happened, nigga? You really walking in the sun like this, nigga? During, yeah. during the food fight, Dewan just catch all the food. He don't throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie won't get the vaccine because yeah. the side effect is good skin. That nigga Charlie's face like a dirt bike track. <laughs> <laughs> All his condoms at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get this bitch. I'm gonna get this bitch, my nigga. 
<laughs> hey, you know, but yeah, the system fails us every day, man. And because and the reason why it fails, you're right. It, on one end, Dozy is right. It's designed that way. So it, it's it's designed. It's doing what it's supposed to do. So you're 100 percent right when it comes to that. But if the way way you're right is, it fails us because we pay for it. Right. If you pay for an item at the store and it's defective, and you can't get your money back, then what is that? We uh, pay for this shit. It's not as if we're living in a vacuum and like nothing's coming out of our pocket yeah. and everything is just good. We pay for it. We vote for it. They all that shit. Because niggas give income tax to return. So what the fuck you think they're giving you money back? Right. No, wait, let me say, wait, 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 let me say this. You know what I think? I think we need to do. I think we need to. I think we need to hold. <laughs> we living in a day and age where fame and celebrity is so much of a currency and people worshiping it now more than ever. So I think us as a people... We need to be holding some of these people with these platforms you accountable. Hell yeah! They think fame and celebrities a currency. It's a currency. <laughs> they yeah, worship that shit. No, I'm just saying. I'm with we, you. we need to start well, holding these more people with platforms. We need to start holding these people accountable. What the fuck are you doing on your IG page other than showing people money, yeah. showing people the houses you bought, all this other shit? Yeah. We need to start holding some of these people. Like, imagine if everybody did what you doing with your platform. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Imagine. Speaking out on it, impressing it. They listen to these niggas more. Why else would Biden have Cardi B come speak unless he knew that motherfuckers was gonna listen to what the right. bitch had to say? You're right. Hey, Charlie, I'm with you. Like, to like even like today on Twitter, I was like, look, I called out Roland Martin, Common, DL Hewley, all these niggas that this time last year was telling us vote, 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 vote. Now we in office and Joe Biden doing everything he can. He doing everything we said was gonna happen. These niggas done went from t- talking about voting. You, they said, we going to hold them accountable. Now these motherfuckers in office. Bro. The same niggas that was trying to make us vote Democrat ain't hold them accountable, and they done switched to something to vaccines. Fuck you, nigga. But Roland will spar with you if he... Yeah, that'd be a good fight. He spars with a lot. And I've killed Roland off like three or four times already. But I'm like, we got to hold these media people accountable. We do. These media people are telling us all this bullshit. They were obviously wrong last year. Now these niggas tweeting about something different as if they didn't... Lead us down to vote for these motherfuckers who are now getting all these rights to Asians and everybody else. Short term But us. Hey, uh, Fuck them. We're going to go to a break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to have more with uh, Charlie the Fitness Kruger. I don't give a fuck about black people. I'm just getting bad with <laughs> Fuck what niggas going to do. That's that nigga show. That shit we on, we live? We live. Oh. Hey, everybody. Are we? I can't see it. What up? What's up, y'all? We back in this motherfucker. Y'all can hear us? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Daddy. Daddy. Hey, that couple. There's a black couple that was on (laughs) Shark Tank. They got a product called Curl Mix. Y'all heard about this couple? They turned down a 400K deal um, offer from the Shark Tank. Um, a couple years ago, and they recently just released their product and did crowdfunding, and they raised two million dollars in in two days. Oh, wow! Shit, what's up? Two million. They said no to four hundred k and got two million. Yeah, nice. so they basically they had like almost uh, three thousand or four thousand people give six hundred dollars a pop, and Damn. that's how they got their bread in two three days. Damn! Wow! They knew it was more bread. Do the people that put money up do they own part of it, or they was just like a crowd surfing type of? Yeah, they have part ownership. Yep, okay. Yep. My not. thing is, is crowdfunding begging in disguise? Are these niggas begging? Yeah. Nah, nah. Nah. They can't have it on the internet. They're fundraising. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the way we look at it, 
But when we look at it, we don't look at it like that. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You got a good idea. This is like nigga hitting the gang of investors at one time with a bullshit ass idea. You right. can have 20 of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just hit them all at one time. But what happens if the shit, what happens yeah. if the shit don't work? Do people get their money back or nah? No, <laughs> This is the crap shit? Here's the reason why I can't call it back. Humble bow. We try. Here's the reason why I can't call it begging. Because literally every company is starting on crowdfunding. Look, if you make over $200,000 a year, you qualify to be an early investor in companies. It's people who drop five grand on Uber. Qualified investors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, qualified investors. Right. People who drop five grand on Uber 10 years ago cashed out $25 million last year when they, you know. So the thing is, that's how all companies are crowdfunded. They just crowdfunded amongst a group of people that, after after the stock market crash of uh, 1932, they changed the rules to where you have to make at least a certain amount of money to be a part of it. What today's crowdfunding does with Indiegogo and all that stuff, in and these, these new crowdfunding ideas, it opens it back up for the common person mm. who may not make it 200 grand a year, but they got five six hundred dollars on it. Oh, wow. It gives you a chance, and that's because all businesses need money from people. It ain't no business without capital. What's the difference between begging and crowdfunding? If you begging, if you begging, if you begging, you looking for a bottle of whiskey. If you crowdfunding, you creating a business. So you saying there ain't no rich drunks? I'm thinking rich drunks. I know that nigga. Ain't my uncle good. Love that nigga now. <laughs> but that's a good question, Greg. I'm not gonna act like I'm a, nigga. That's a good, that's a dope ass question. I don't know the goddamn answer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> when you're begging on the street, you got a problem you're you trying to solve, problem. right? You when me. you're begging on the internet, you got a problem you're trying right. to solve. I'm not gonna argue. But when you, the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends. I guess it depends on your intent. A nigga begging on the street, he's stinking. You know what he about to go do with the bread. <laughs> a nigga about to go smoke it up. He, go he, shower. Get, he get ready to dance in some way. He gonna take that chicken and go dance. But I mean, if you on the internet and you and you spelling out your your product, your program. Look, I need a Kickstarter because I'm getting ready to do this film. I'm gonna put you in the credits as a producer on this film. This is your way to do it. I'm gonna start a business. This is. I mean, if that's the case, ain't the stock market begging? Yes. Yeah. It is. But you get something back from it, though. That's, I think that's the thing that makes it not begging, <clears throat> because you get something back. When you give somebody something, if they're begging, you just gave it to them, and you're just like, all right, go. But yeah, but you get something back if it's some crowd service shit, so now I get something on the back end. So that's what makes the difference. have jovial love in your heart. When a company goes... Is that where you were going with it? Is that where you were going with it? Because when a company... When a company goes public, ain't that crowdfunded? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's crowdfunded. When niggas beg in the street, aren't they going public? Yeah. No. Ain't no company behind them, nigga. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of niggas beg with companies behind them. That nigga got. That nigga got. He got eight imaginary niggas behind him, like me and all these niggas. We company. Big nose questions out of here, nigga. <laughs> that was the only questions a stork can ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, no, what's your definition of begging? 
I'm with you. I think that shit is begging. I think that shit is begging. Nah, cause that's a good question. It is though. Nah, it is begging because you you on the internet doing it though. Here's the definition of begging. Asking someone earnestly or humbly for something. Oh, definitely. I beg all the time. These niggas is begging. <laughs> but niggas get I degrees and marry pretty light-skinned bitches and think... Cause wait, wait. The two go hand in hand? You get a degree, you got a pretty bitch. That's the correlation? <laughs> they get curly hair, light-skinned bitch with them and they think they ain't begging because the bitch is helping them. Y'all begging. You can't motherfucking soften up the bag. A bag is a bag. You can't be like, hey, my nigga, I really don't need your fifty dollars. <laughs> so if that, so if that's the case, ain't ca- is cash app begging? It's begging, and I do it all the time. Because I'm like, man, it ain't nothing out. wrong with begging. Shout out to oh, Pizza Inc., man. He be showing love on the regular. I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. you, fam. Play no Texas. If y'all out there, man, check the, out Pizza We be getting yeah, shit fucked out. up. It ain't yeah. nothing wrong with begging, begging, asking someone earnestly or humbly for something. Close mouths don't get fed. When, when did you get the idea that begging was a bad thing? Man, never. It's frowned upon in society. Nobody likes begging. When people beg, shit. because they don't want niggas asking for shit. Difference between beg. What's the difference between begging and asking? Are we begging? Or are we asking? You can ask the same thing. But I think the thing with but but look and begging is says very importantly asking someone earnestly or humbly. That's what. That's, That's begging. like begging. What's like the definition need? of asking? Hey, nigga, I need a hug. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig. Fuck, boy. Fuck, boy. You ain't begging. Well, nigga, you gotta be calm. Definition of asking. I wanna see if there's a difference. The definition so if you're not of asking. It's not begging? Hell no. No, no, Say something in order to obtain an answer or some information. Saying something? So it's actually a more. Respectful deed to beg than it is to ask, because beg has intention behind it. But ask, asking could just be like one of the answers to something that, that doesn't have any kind of exchange. Right. Yeah. Begging is is, is, is is some sort of exchange. But here's what I gotta say: this to piggyback and show that you are 100 percent right. Nigga, what the fuck is the IRS? All these niggas do is beg, and they do it very humbly. They send you a letter. Right. Matter of fact, it ain't no laws saying you have to pay the IRS. But guess what? You don't pay them motherfuckers. Yo, you say if you don't. <laughs> they beg like a motherfucker, right, yeah. and we will give. <laughs> and I arrest yeah. you, nigga. I, I filed my shit. I'm, I'm on time, nigga. Yeah. Don't fuck hey. with me. I got a I Me too. I'm just, I'm just saying, I arrest. Me too. So you said the only difference. So the only difference is if I'm asking, if I'm asking for something, if I ask Brandon for information and he tells me that's asking. But if he, it's something here and I say, hey, can I have that? Because there's something tangible exchange that's begging. Yeah, nigga, no, like but say, begging no, earnest. Begging, the begging to be earnest is to be honest about your intentions. Okay. When you're earnest, a person is earnest. They're forthcoming. They're honest. Yeah. To be humble. Me, go ahead. So, if you're not humble, so if you come with with, with smoke, like, hey man, give me. So, okay, Robin. Is that they're not begging? That's demanding. That, that's that's demand. demanding. Is that asking? That's a demand. That's a demand. That's a demand. And informing you of the consequences. You so, so, here we go though. So here we go though. But like, now, now I'm, I'm I'm a stubborn nigga though. So some nigga come up to me. He ain't got no gun, but he he he, he got a, a, a bat in his hand, whatever. 
So now you're talking about give me your give me your fucking car keys. I don't like the way I you say, ask me. I say no. <laughs> I, I say no. This nigga say please. Is he begging? Yeah, yeah, he's begging. Is he begging? He's begging. He still got the bat in his hand. He's still begging now. He still got bad intentions. But even if it's not something that you you can you can touch, pause. Like if somebody just asks for information, to me that's begging because Dewan, you've told people. Hey, look, I got a fucking life. I can't just provide you guys information all day. Look right. it up yourself. Yeah. That's begging to me of them. Don't tell me what this and it's like, bro. You, and I'm you glad you tell me on the internet, nigga. You can look it up. But it's not I'm begging. glad you brought that but up because begging. for those of you, could, that's begging for info. And he's and no, no, it is, not, it is begging. But they're not being humble or earnest. They're they're asking. There's no intention okay, behind it. Right. Yeah. Begging, you have you to be. The, the definition is oh, okay. uh, to be earnest or humble. That's what I'm saying. We have a. We have a misnomer on what begging is. I just want to say one thing because I'm glad you said that, Brandon. Yeah. Because I have a lot of uh, I have about 36 unread messages in my inbox. Look, for those people who who are in my inbox, ask me a question. If you go to my Instagram, I have a calendar, and in that calendar, you can go and pick a time. And then you can drop the money that it has in there, twenty dollars yeah. for fifteen minutes. I can answer whatever question okay. that you got. Okay, fact. Yes, it's already set up on my Instagram mm-hmm. because I have. A, I'm a very busy motherfucker. Like I said, I was at the gym show last week with my wife, Christmas. Christmas Only gym he's ever been to. That nigga just pulled out. Dazzle ah! <laughs> 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 chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a killer with this. I literally run three businesses. I don't have time. But I but one of my businesses, Breakthrough Advocacy Services, the website will be live Monday. That business is surrounded around giving information, something I've always done. So people who's got quick drop in questions. You can hit my Instagram, and right there, there's a calendar. You can book a time. That calendar, my time is open during those times. You can book a time, that easy. pay the deposit, and then we can talk about whatever you want to answer, because I'm a busy motherfucker. Hey, okay. Did you feel different holding on to the crystal? Did it change your aura at all? Niggas <laughs> <laughs> be thinking they touch a crystal, it changed their whole motherfucking life. Like, since I got this crystal, man, I just attract everything yeah. in life. Sucked out the negativity out of my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no more fingertips. <laughs> Question for you, Duan, because I, I want to see what you say on this. So you said that you have where people could go to your Instagram and find the time and then pay the fee, right? Yeah. How did you come up with the fee for what you would charge people? And, that, and the question that I'm asking is, how do we put value on our time? So how did you come to the conclusion like 20 minutes is worth this to me? How did you come to that number to That's tell to the people? That's a dope-ass question for me because I did a whole rubric when it comes to my business, when it comes to my IEP services and my family communication uh, counseling. I'm 175 an hour. Okay. Because I, I, the, what that was, it was me putting myself in the middle of what's out there for people who do what I do. Anywhere from 250 to 150 an hour to 100 an hour is what people charge. Mm-hmm. I put myself in the middle of 175. <laughs> I know a lot of people can't afford that. Mm-hmm. So people who just got questions, I figured 20 bucks is like <laughs> is, is half of that uh, per hour because that says that 60 an hour is a dollar a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I figured. You know, I, I, people can, may not be able to afford a prorated version of 175 an hour, but I can put it to where if your question is that important enough to you to get answered, mm-hmm. you got 20 bucks. Everybody got 20 bucks. 20 bucks right. to change your life. So that's not even about me. For, for me. for me, what I get paid on an hour to do outside of this, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm losing money by taking your 15 minutes. Right. I really am losing money because I charge 175 an hour for this shit mm-hmm. plus expenses. So, but I did to where if it's that important that you needed to get answered, mm-hmm. you got 20 bucks. So that's what it came down to more so what the people can afford versus what I... Choose to try for my time. That's a good one, man. Mm. 
Now, because I think about that a lot, man, because I always think about, like, going back to, you know, quote-unquote regular jobs. And I'll be thinking, like, when I go to, like, apply for a job and I ask them, like, what it is and they tell me what the hourly rate is or something like that, it's like they made a decision on how much they're, how much it's worth to them and then I got to make a decision if, if I feel like it's reciprocated. So I just be like, like, how do we put that in our minds, like, what our time is worth? Because that's our most valuable asset. Yeah. So how do we yeah. put a price on it? You see what I'm saying? Jobs steal our time all the time. Facts. Yeah, man. <laughs> Somebody say it's an email how expensive. It's, my time is the expense, you dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> it's not about the... If you don't give someone yeah. accurate information, it takes time to give them accurate information. But, but that's you gotta, taking you away from you. We're, we're not talking to that idiot. That's true. We're you not know, talking to that person. He's, he's Thank a, you. He's just a guy who wants yeah. to listen. That nigga at work right now. I'm loving it. Yeah, he wants to care. We're not talking about Loving it, nigga. What you're doing is not catered to that idiot. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Man. Like it's catered to a whole different good point, Brandon. Type of person and demographic. Yeah, that man. I, mean, I wouldn't even want that idiot anyway. Like your yeah, 20 is no yeah. good yeah. based off of that comment. But That's anyway. true. Everybody here, like everybody here, has shit they do, bro. Like daily, niggas don't really got time. Like I, I don't mind asking questions. You know what I'm saying? But it's like that shit takes a lot of your out of your day, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Because niggas, niggas gonna say shit to you, and then it's not gonna be the last question. Trust no, me. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 once they get the response, yeah, then, then else. once they get the response, it's like 50 other questions. Oh my I'm like, God, God damn, yeah. I don't even fuck about your kids. I think <laughs> the first thing people should do, kids, though, man. and I th- and we talk about this all the time, I think the first thing everybody should do is if you had all the money in the world, all the resources, what would you do with your time? Right. And whatever that answer is, I mean, besides vacationing and all that other shit, but whatever that answer is from the heart, that's an indication of what your goal, what your gift is. Like, Dewan has tapped into his gift. He know what it is. Given information, he has the ability to retain information better than anybody I know. And he can spit that shit out like this. So it's like, he's smart to say, I'm going to get paid for it. Well, no, you mean wrong information. Here. He that nigga's wrong more than he right, but I understand. Shut up, wrong shirt. Yeah. That nigga wild. That nigga yeah. say anything wrong. <laughs> you got a Doc Holiday hat on, nigga. Oh, <laughs> that, nigga dressed, that, nigga, that nigga Charlie dressed like uh, nigga Brandon Stick. I know what the fuck that nigga was talking about at first, dog. That is funny. <laughs> said the shit too that's why I'm yeah, like yeah, whoa you have to make that shit clear nigga look at this <laughs> whoa Real quick, Supreme Allah, thank you for the donation, bro. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, sir. He said he got that do- he got that uh, that dog coin that Elon Musk put out. I guess he's making money off. Dog coin? He said we put him up on it. Appreciate you, bro. Oh, for sure, nigga. Give it ain't See, look, Craig, fast, y'all getting actionable information. Getting game, people that have taken. Because yeah. how many people hit us up and said, well, "I opened up an LLC. I've done this. I've done that." The information is out there. It comes down to what you decide to do with it. We can't make And that's why I, I have so much respect for every brother on this panel because everybody got their own perspective. 
Yes. You know what I mean? And even when Hell we yeah. differ on perspective, it's still some game that you can get up out of that. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I, I respect everybody on here, and I respect the people who listen. Because if we talk shit, a lot of times people talk. They're, 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 the people that that's negative, they're in the minority. Yeah. Right. Right. The majority of people listening right now, y'all, y'all got y'all positive people. Y'all got love in y'all heart. So we appreciate yeah. y'all. And that we can respectfully disagree and still laugh. Come on, it's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of love. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I when Brandon that. get pulled over by the police, he showed him his freedom papers first. <laughs> you got to see the officer. I've been free for years, son. Don't worry, cracking up, man. <laughs> oh, that's you gonna get it? Hey, that nigga Doughboy was the only person invited to the uh, Righteous and Ratchet podcast <laughs> going, going away party. <laughs> 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 How you going? Nigga was, was the only one there. <laughs> 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 That nigga, that nigga Dewan only buy vitamins if they chewable, nigga. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, Kev asked no boy to decorate his baby shower when he got to hear pregnant. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, Doug, hey, Doug, turn around, Doug. Hey, Doug, turn around. Hey, that nigga, 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 that Shit. <laughs> when Dewan looking for an apartment, he got to make sure it's a Krispy Kreme nearby. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, y'all ain't got no. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> and and nigga Charlie got a gopher living in his face. Can't read. He signed his name with an X. What? Where you want me to sign that master? That nigga hit me with it. Why is That nigga Dozy is extra critical of the bongo player in every band. <laughs> that nigga. I don't like the way that nigga. I don't like that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That nigga hit me oh, with a haymaker, dog. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, dog. Oh, shit. 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 Oh, shit
Nigga Craig got a dance routine to every Bubba Spark song. <laughs> I found you, this new booty. That's crazy. Oh, man. We wrapping it up? Yeah. Hey, I want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room, man. Ben Frank, that's my homeboy since the second grade, man. He's still alive? Right there. That's my nigga, Ben Frank, man. That Everybody, nigga, that nigga that's my nigga right there, dog. That's my nigga. That's my nigga since the second grade, dog. I fuck with it, man. All my dicks insider. Everybody in the chat, man. We love all the jokes, man. We appreciate all the donations, man. That nigga name is, bro. His name is Ben Frank, bro. Paul. That's my nigga. That's my nigga, man. Since second grade, I just want to shout out everybody in the chat, man. We appreciate y'all, man. One hundred, dog, for real. For sure. Detroit, you not from Detroit, Coco, bro. bro. Stop claiming Detroit. You niggas is from Romulus. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? From Romulus, Romulus is just kind of like That's San Bernardino, dog. That nigga from Valencia talking about nigga. I'm from LA. <laughs> <laughs> this this <laughs> Orange County nigga. What the fuck is this nigga talking about, dog? What is this nigga talking about? This nigga get around his white friends, let him call him nigga. <laughs> It's okay, guys. There's no way. Nigga Brandon. Nigga Brandon. Nigga Brandon. How you doing, nigga Brandon? Nigga Brandon. Nigga. Oh, shit. That nigga get with all his white friends and let him tase him and shit. I can take it, girl. I can take it, man. Do it. Put it on the highest one. He said put it on the hottest one. Oh, shit. Y'all crazy, yeah, bro. They're like just hitting golf balls out of Charlie's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga. <laughs> That's nasty. That's nasty, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all from Romulus, bro. Why? Uh, oh, good, dog. Ben Frank. You guys aren't Detroit niggas. Y'all. It don't matter. It's oh. a. Do y'all think San Bernardino niggas can't bang? Oh no, they, they can't say anything about that. I'm just saying. They don't say they from LA. They think I say they from LA. Be happy for more of your friends. I mean, it's to each his own. I don't know. It's going to be him. Stop saying you're from Detroit. This nigga ain't going to be He claimed it Romulus. There you go. There you go. Claim that shit. Hey, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. This nigga Brandon said he can come to Romulus and or Detroit and clean up all the hoes. I'll come to Romulus and smack a bunch of these niggas. Oh. Oh, man. You quote me on that. Pause. Pause. Niggas that don't claim where they're from, that's... That, to me, that, that that tells a lot about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't brag about no nigga from second grade who's lied about where he's from. <laughs> That's what he doing. That nigga lying about it. Look at that, <laughs> Look at that nigga outfit. I'm trying to get niggas in the, if you in the chat Romulus, credit. From Romulus, don't don't fall don't false claim where you from. That's that nigga is. attacked is that, the chat. That, that, that nigga you, you bossing up on the chat room, niggas. <laughs> you Twitter finger ass nigga. <laughs> bossing up on hey, chat hey, rooms. Hey, hey, you can tell that nigga. Hey, hey, that nigga's a professional troller, hey, dog. Hey, 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 bossing up on chat room. Well, no, it's not All y'all have stories nobody can vouch for. The guy left. The guy left to me can vouch for all the stories I got. All your niggas is from here. All your niggas is from here. We gotta just believe it. Those who tell you firsthand. Firsthand. You brought this nigga here. Let me bring 20 niggas here. You saw 
showed up, you showed up like Zoe with 20 niggas in there. All these niggas is vouching for me. All my niggas in Let me bring 20 motherfuckers in here. Ask this nigga. Let me bring 20 motherfuckers in here. I bet you ain't like, man, that nigga ain't playing no game. In this room, well, just because you see something happen, yeah, just because you see something happen on, on another internet show, <laughs> don't mean no nigga talk about that internet show. Niggas got life experience yeah. to deal with, yeah. and so just because you see, don't, 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 you guys look, ain't no beef between nobody in this shit, oh, man. No man. other shows, no other people. We just crack jokes and tell stories yeah. from our experience. That's Facts. it. That nigga Doughboy plant a wire in here when we leave, so Kevin on stage can listen to it. I want to hear all. He want to hear all Craig Gay jokes, nigga. Oh, all Craig Gay jokes right now. Uh, who, 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 who y'all say? Look at the Craig Gay on stage. Y'all leave that nigga alone. Man. Uh, he's cool. I can crack jokes on him. Yeah, everybody free. I ain't like all you other niggas. I don't give a fuck if he funny. booked me for a shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm gonna roast that nigga till the day I die. <laughs> niggas be out here pipe riding. Like, don't say that about that nigga. He's a good nigga. No, let me tell you something. He ain't ever did nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these niggas be dick riding them because they want to do his shit. I get it. He's a nigga that he provides a lot of opportunity. That's what happens. So, more power to you. But I'm gonna still roast your ass, nigga. Kev is a semi-sensitive nigga. He ain't no bitch, but he's semi-sensitive. If you do something to get on his bad side, he's not going to fuck with you no more. <laughs> and I did something, so fuck it. But I love you. I know a lot of niggas you like know, that. See, he's semi-sensitive. He ain't a hoe, but he, sometimes he do you shit. You're like, well, why? I mean, what are you? <laughs> you mad about that? What you mad about, nigga? That nigga DeWine gets sensitive when people say, let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Wait, I love his clapbacks. I want to get that nigga. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait. That nigga Dewan tell people don't take the vaccine while he's eating McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you <laughs> 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 nigga said Donnell Wallace is a sensitive fact. Donnell Wallace is a sensitive nigga, bro. 30 years in McDonald's, people ain't growing third nipples. I don't like the niggas take vaccines and motherfuckers growing six toe at year number seven. David Lucas is the little homie. I don't like what he did to the little homie. I don't. I didn't like that, Donnell. That was some whole shit. Take your roast like a man, nigga. You already a legend, my nigga. He should have let. He should have let uh, David Lucas get his shit off, man. Yeah, that was funny. That was weird. Don't get me wrong. David Lucas be a disrespectful little nigga sometimes. Nigga, funny, man. Shout out to you, David Lucas. Wouldn't that be karma? Because what what had happened after when the guy roasted him? He walked. I mean. 
The oh, that clip yeah. you showed? The universe doesn't miss. So what happened? What you mean? When he got ro- when he got roasted off the show and he fucking walked out. Yeah. Ooh, so that clip he showed at the beginning. Uh, yeah, right, so right. So it's like, yeah, he may have done that to David and obviously David handled it like a pro that he is. Yeah, correct. And then fast forward, look what happened to Donnell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the good thing about the internet, man. You work hard, you... You get to a point where you may not necessarily have to deal with them punk ass politics. Because let me tell you, a lot of your favorite comedians is, is some narcissistic and punk ass niggas. I'm not saying that about Donnell Rollins. I don't know him personally, but a lot of these niggas will call people and not to tell them to f- tell them not to fuck with you because they don't like you or something you did. And if you're a nigga that do shit like that, you a bitch. And if I find out personally that a nigga's done that to me, I'm going to come fuck you up. Because I've never, ever made a call to anybody in the industry and said, don't fuck with this comedian because we didn't get along. I've never done no shit like that. If you you a nigga that does shit like that, your day is coming. And and you're not going to be able to control it. I like that story with Murder, Inc. and 50 Cent. They interviewed, what was the nigga that was over Murder, Inc.? Jaru. No, no, no. The nigga that ran. They were interviewing Irv Gotti, and he was just transparent. He said, man, I blocked 50 Cent into the biggest deal of his life. He said, I was caught. I was the, one of the biggest things at the time. And he said, they was asking me about 50. He was like, no, don't. He was like, labels was calling me. I was closing the door. And he said, I blocked him into the best situation ever. I blocked him into the whole shit with Dre and everything. He was like, in his history. So you can't block real progress, man. Right, right. It's going to happen. You know what right. I'm saying? What, what God's plan is going to happen regardless. So all you hating ass niggas out there making phone calls and doing whole shit, you're not going to be able to stop a real nigga that's on the grind, bro. No, nah, you can't. Facts, bro. You can't, man. It's that narcissism, bro. I don't know if it's ever been done to me. I hope it hasn't, but that narcissism is real. People feel like their opinions of you should be everybody's opinion. Oh, you like that nigga Craig? And that's some dangerous oh, Craig, nigga, shit. Man. Craig type nigga. I'm going to give you your flowers right now, my nigga. Oh, man. Craig the type of comic, though, like you're not going to find this type nigga everywhere. Like, you go to comedy clubs to see a Craig. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that's the new nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so different and it's such, like, out of the normal what everybody's doing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody tried to be Bernie at one point. You know what I'm right. saying? Everybody tried to be Mike. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've seen this nigga on stage and this nigga is a murderer of Pretty crowds. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. like, Facts. It don't matter. Like, that's, that, you can't teach that shit. Mm-hmm. There's no comedy class you can go to. That's real talk because, like, I said it before, y'all, y'all, anybody who watched the show, especially back from day one, I've always talked about how much of a fan I am of Craig's comedy. Oh, right, right. And, but, like, the difference with me is, I've only seen one episode of Roast Me Ever. That was, like, the year that he won Roast Me Roast of the Year. I never mm-hmm. watched that fucking show. That nigga murdered Because a lot of shit that was going on, I like, I'm like, I'm like, I, 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 I'm funny. Dude. Like, I never watched, so I, I'm not a fan of from Roast Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't see none of that shit. I just remember this nigga as a comedian two years in. Awards, I, I, to me, he was just the funniest guy on whatever one. I, I didn't watch yeah. it. No, that one oh, year, like, no, he, was like the, he was like the MVP yeah. of that season. Yeah. That, that was the only was episode killing. of Roast Me I've ever right. seen in my life. Uh-huh. But I remember watching Craig on stage when he was two years into comedy, nine months into comedy, mm-hmm. and saying, Craig, to this day, literally has my favorite joke. When he talks about churches, a room uh, full of people scared of the same shit. That's the best, to me. That's the best joke written I've heard in the last five. It's, and he builds on that. I like the one about like, the waitress. The waitress at the strip club. You just a hoe with no courage. Yeah. <laughs> and he got another one like, I, I think you should be buried in what you was, which, in what you was, uh, what you worked in. Yeah, yeah. And like you had a stripper, nigga. Craig got some, but yeah, y'all ain't gonna necessarily hear this show on TV because TV got gatekeepers. Facts. They want to keep the vibration of things low. They want to get it. All the way, all the way, nepotism can exist, 
is if you don't show niggas like this. Let me give Craig his, his flowers too. Just, oh, I mean, man. he's one of the funniest niggas I know. Been working with him for years, but outside of that, just being a real nigga, yeah, like right. that nigga, bro. When I last year, like last summer, bro, I was going through some of the toughest shit. I had niggas saying terrible shit about me. Niggas washing my name, and it was I'm just sucking shit, right? Be honest, you, yeah, yeah. Right, before I met you, I didn't like you. Okay, that's cool. I get that. I get that. Why you don't like you? Knowing you, you one of the coolest niggas I've ever Why you don't like him though? just, I don't know. I just. It's cool though. I'm not even. It was because maybe because how all death was pushing Doughboy. Right. Well, well you got your aggression out on the nigga Tuesday. Clearly. You got your aggression out on the nigga Tuesday. But no, but let me finish though. Let me, let, 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 but what I was saying is, the nigga though, let me tell you though, let me tell you though, it was last summer, bro. It was one of the toughest times in my life, bro. It was like I was going through real shit. I had motherfuckers really saying a lot of this terrible shit about me. This nigga would just pull up on some regular shit, like, though, let's just go eat breakfast, my nigga. Just went, no, I don't do all that. But what I'm saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, Okay. Well, I'm saying this nigga just would just pull up like, yo, let's just go eat, bro. You're going to snap out of this. And he was just, he even snapped me back into my creative shit. Because I was like going, I was like, man, don't nobody want to work me. Ah, he was like, yo, I got this little series. And he, so I just got a lot of love and respect for him just as a man. Just, yeah, his comedy, his comedy shit is fire. But just as a nigga in this shit, and I've been around so many people in this shit that don't, they're not what they appear to be. Man, that's one of the solidest yeah. niggas I know. And I just man, I thank you. I appreciate y'all, man. Just, thank you know, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you one thing that changed me in this comedy was the whole Rana Lopez situation. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's the girl that. Talk about it. You know her. You know her. I know her. I know her when she was just regular funny Arana, mm -hmm. and she lost her mind. She did. And a lot of the motherfuckers that was around her every day, some of them are still around. I'm not saying that nobody tried to help her out, but she was somebody who possibly came and did this show. Right. She was a grinder in this comedy shit. Mm -hmm. And I seen how cold the game was. When uh. she lost her mind, the whole world was like this. Acting like they didn't know her. She literally lost her mind on social media. Yeah. She went from being regular, everyday working woman, comedian, juggling jobs, doing comedy, to homeless on her Instagram, getting mm. kicked out of restaurants. Starbucks and shit. Getting kicked out of hotels, mm. getting kicked out of airports. You know Man. what I'm saying? And in this business, there's, uh, there's, there's some, there are people that exist. There are people who exist in this business who have the regular corporate mentality where if you're not perfect, they just kick you to the side. Oh, yeah. You, know, you feel what I'm saying? If you're not the if you're not the stand up Christian person, or if you get drunk, or if you get high a little bit too much, or if you're mm -hmm. if you're not respectful, or if you don't say hello and please and thank you, like nigga, mm. this is art, bro. Facts. This ain't every. This ain't regular work in America. Motherfuckers be going through shit. You're not a good person mm. if you kick niggas to the side and Facts. throw them in the trash because they're not perfect. You're a mm. bad person. In fact, you're worse than the person you're judging. Oof. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Facts. That's why I keep gutter niggas next to me, bro. Because when you grew up how we grew up, man, I don't fuck with niggas because of what they got Facts. and who they are and because they perfect. I fuck with niggas because I fuck with them niggas. Yeah. If you my nigga, you my nigga. That's Whatever comes talk. with you, I love you. I'm never going to put myself in a position where you could bring me down. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to stop fucking with you if you falling. Mm -hmm. Facts. I'm going to do what I can within my power to be there for you. But some of these niggas in this game, when a motherfucker slips up or starts falling, they totally be hands off. Oh, yeah. Off. Facts. And Facts. that's a coward, in my that's opinion. Mm -hmm. Because you're right about that. People, Arana really grinded her ass off. She did, man. She got. And I remember, like, she used to rent one of my apartment units. And I remember I, I saw how hard she worked before, mm -hmm. she, before she moved. 
Because all that happened when she moved to the East Coast or whatever. Right. But I remember right before she moved to the East Coast, she was in one, she was in one of my units. Paid her shit on time. Didn't held her hair up. But she was always grinding. Like I got, to, I would see Arona coming in at two in the morning, leaving out at six in the morning to to grind her motherfucking ass off. Mm-hmm. And then that shit happened. And then people what act, happened. She, she just caught, her, like, and she's I'm dealing with mental. You no, know, her mom died. Her mom had passed. Oh, her mom. And passed. she was dealing with mental illness. And like you know, I always respected Arona so much because y'all remember back when yeah. we was battling. She like she would call me out like, and I would be yeah. like, damn, she got like heart like like so like on some comedic going and back and forth. We went back and forth. We, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I always respected her because she was just, she was just, she went so fucking hard. And I hated how everybody kind of turned their back on her when she was going like motherfuckers were just distancing themselves. And I, I hated how that happened. So shout out to Ronald Lop- Lopez, who, man. I hope she's good. Who distanced themselves from uh, Just the whole of, industry. A lot of people. Not just a lot of comics. This, this she, industry she is real high schooly. Well, who had access to her? Everybody. Well, why the fuck you guys distance? Niggas distanced themselves from her because she was losing she her was mind. She was losing her mind, bro, in front of everybody. Like, she was... She literally... Oh, imagined, was, but she went it, to the East Coast, you said. She went to the East Coast. No, she lost it here. No, no, she lost it in the East Coast. Right. When she, so when y'all she didn't have access to her because she wasn't here. It right, was a 50 cent show. show. Yeah, yeah, but that was on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because when she was got here, it, when it, she it, was it. here, but when she went to the, to the East Coast, something happened. Yeah. Right. It's just different. Yeah. But it's just... It's not just like... It's different if you just back off, but people were starting to... Play her as a joke. Right, that I was that. the problem. Yeah, people started using her as a punchline. Like, yeah. are y'all serious? And she's like visually going through something. Visually, visually. bro. Now just imagine right. you that's see like, somebody who literally goes from being normal to losing everything, their mind, everything on social media. Right, in front of she's everybody. She's documenting the whole process. These punk police is kicking me out of this hotel because I ain't got the money. Fuck y'all, getting arrested. Mm. Then the next clip, she in Hawaii sleeping on the sleeping. You know, a bum on the beach, and they yeah. took her off the beach, yeah. taking her to jail. The next one, she's in McDonald's. She's been in McDonald's twenty for almost a whole day using the Wi-Fi. They're like, you gotta go. She fighting people. Not, I'm mean, just sad shit, bro. Right. As a, as a, as a, as a kid, I, I I can relate to the living experience from being what people we know we're supposed yeah. to care, and it's it's not fun. It's definitely not fun to be. People, people don't understand the fun line of, of a joke and when something is, is realistic that you can't yeah. change. Mm. And when, when, you're, when you're stuck in, in a situation, whether you're an adult or a child, um, I, I personally don't think it's fair to then make somebody a butt of that joke because yeah. that can be you. And if you experience it, like I experience, like that shit's not funny. We joke, we fuck around, we joke a lot, we, oh, yeah. we, we all spark it. But bro, certain things you have to understand, like this person needs help. Right. Like mm-hmm. let's 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 cut that off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, when you're in the internet, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's True. unfortunate. And that's what I was gonna say with your community and people that you vetted and people that like, cause we all close. We a community here. We vetted each other. We've been around each other for a while. I think the best thing you can do for some of your people at times, even if it's one on one, is transparency. Is contagious. Right. right. Facts. Chuck, because I, I mean, I've been to, maybe you guys have done too, but. When you get the McDonald's cup and you take that bitch home and you go back the next day because it's quote unquote free refills, the but they and, and you don't even realize the people that work there understand what you're going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't say nothing when you refilling this shit every. Like, bro, this shit is for real, bro. Like, niggas really like we all went through this shit. Like, I saying, we may have grew up in different parts of the world, but oh, yeah, we all we've all experienced that. some of the same yeah, shit, bro. Like, 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 like now that when I get older, when I reflect as a child. Like, I'm like, damn, people. I, I used to think I was hiding it. Yeah, people yeah. fucking knew, bro. Man, I remember being, a, being a kid. You know I, I didn't even realize. I didn't realize. I was a child. They didn't say it, but I used to think nobody knew. 
Uh, having that childlike perception, I miss that, bro. Because I remember yeah, yeah. as a kid looking back, certain people in my family was on drugs heavy, and I never that never crossed my mind. Never, I always loved them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Like you love kid, cousin Stanley. You get older, and for some reason, you feel like your relationship with God is is stronger than everyone else's. And the Lord told me that you're wrong, and if you don't live according to what God tells me is right. Then I can't fuck with you. You got them type of niggas. Which gives Christianity a bad name. And, then I'm not, and I don't even mean it like Christianity. When I say Lord, nigga, I'm talking about niggas who have a God complex. Oh, they think that they got a good relationship with God. No, you have a God complex. You feel like things can only be right if they're within the realm of your control. Or if it's done in accordance to what you think right is. You know what I'm saying? People eat people when they get hungry enough, niggas. You're going to put it... You're going to put it... So anyway, we're done with the show today, man. We're getting a little too deep. Dewan, tell them where they can find you. Uh, go to my Instagram, Dewan B. That's my link tree. I got my live drum sample packs. Funk Souls uh, live drum sample packs. They own that motherfucker in the link tree. Uh, if you type in the code FUNK1, you get 20% off. For all you musicians out there, FUNK1, you get 20% off my sample pack. I got That's my first edition. I got two more editions coming out pretty soon. We also, uh, hotepbitch.com. Uh, get my uh, my class, no time to waste. May second, I already sold like almost half the tickets, y'all. It's limited capacity because I want to be able to humble flex. Humble flex. Yeah, humble, humble flex. flex. I want to be able to talk because it's on my book. I just wrote no time to waste, a self motivation guidebook on how to get off your ass and do the things inside of you that you know to do. Most people are motivated by haters and shit. What happens if that hater dies? Man. What happens if the hater starts liking you? What's gonna be your motivation? Your motivation got to come from within. So I wrote a book on how to get that shit out of you and monetize it. In my class, where I'm personally teaching a webinar, May 2nd, tickets are only 29 bucks. You get the book for free. And 29 bucks ain't shit when it comes to you finding your gifts and doing the things in you that you know you love to do. So get the webinar Sunday, May 2nd. It's all, all that shit's in my link tree. Yeah. Yeah, you motherfuckers know what it is. Talk about it. I mean, Duncan Penny Hughes, Mr. Duncan Penny Hughes on Instagram. Uh, fuck, I got a gang of shit coming. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Right? I'm so, you know what I'm Focus. saying so. It's so much going on. But Tunnel vision, baby. But uh, Sapio Sex for y'all fucking with um, NerdGangClothing.com. Everybody that ate, the people that that's ordering shit, take pictures of yourself and send me. I'm, I'm gonna post y'all up, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. We gonna have shit popping, bro. So I, I appreciate the love. I appreciate the. Uh, I appreciate my brothers here. That's what I want to say too. Everybody here, bro. I know I gotta. And the niggas is a phone call away. I'm just be honest with you. I, it's, it's like it's, it's it's niggas that nice. that you see on the internet a lot, and uh, the niggas might fuck with each other a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But we fuck with each other for real. You know what I'm saying? That's why you get this conversation. You get. You know what I'm saying? So. Love to all my niggas here. You know what I'm saying? I know if I need something, niggas got me. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of a lot of a lot of niggas in my situation to where. Going through the shit I went through, you you really don't have that. It's a lot of niggas you you get jaded. You like damn, I can't fuck with no new niggas because every nigga's a fuck nigga. But trust me, bro, every nigga ain't a fuck nigga. You know what I'm saying? So just 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 know that. Keep going, keep grinding, and if you're going through anything, you know what I'm saying, you can look at Craig Facts any point and get game from fucking emotional shit to financial shit. You know what I'm saying? We on everything, bro. So this is the best podcast. Period. Let's get it, bro. Go ahead. Bro. For sure, man. Uh, Doughboy, y'all can reach me on all social media platforms. I am Doughboy, I-A-M-D-O-B-O-Y, and I am Doughboy TV on YouTube. Thank you for having me, man. It's always a great time. <laughs> These niggas is retarded.
Charlie. Nigga said, nigga said, I got a, a, a rail. This, this is the niggas that never had no gaming systems. No women. No women. No nothing. They never had women. They never had women. Get the fuck out of here. Niggas can't wait to talk to men at four o'clock. Niggas are paying to say fuck me. I've never seen this many horny dudes talking shit for two hours. Hey, I just want to thank everybody that's been subscribing to my YouTube, man. I'm having a good time. Subscribe to my YouTube, Charlie Newhart. Right? Almost, man. No, we on man. the way. Let's get, let's get it. Let's get I just it, I appreciate all. I'm hey, having man. a ball, man. Just I'm just eating, keep eating on your mics at your house. You know, that nigga Brandon was in a group of people last week that got sprayed with a fire hose. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> get these niggas to calm down. What are we gonna do? <laughs> fire hose out. Let me say this one too to the to the to the everybody in the chat, bro. Hey, hey, by the end of this year, we need over a hundred thousand fucking subscribers. Facts, share it, bro. We need that ASAP. By the by the summer, we ask the same whole ass niggas who want thunder. Yeah, like come on, bro. We're giving y'all shit, y'all not gonna on the internet. We need y'all need we need y'all niggas to get everybody else y'all know to come here and get the same love and knowledge y'all getting, my nigga. For real. Hey, so facts. I'm giving away I'm giving away ninety days of therapy to one person, man. You just gotta hit my website i love charlie go to the contact section and just let me know what because i mean i experienced trauma growing up us as black people especially black men we've experienced more trauma than damn near anybody in the world you know what i'm saying so you hit my website i love charlie go to the contact section I'm paying for not, I'm paying for uh, therapy for 90 days for one person, man. So wow. hit me up, Ooh, man. Oh, you, we got to make the change. We sit here, we talk oh, about the change. You know what I'm saying? And y'all have inspired me. It's like shit. Let's do it. It's man. gonna be a bitch, Charlie. You. Beat up. <laughs> 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 bitch, you need therapy. I socked you in the mouth. Fuck out of here. Nigga giving therapy to his victims. Hey, Adrian Bray, you got a name of a girl. Shut up, nigga. Oh. <laughs> When that nigga Dozy go buy cars, he makes sure the radio work, but don't check the oil. <laughs> oh, God. This motherfucking nice. Come on, God. Hey, come on, nice guy. No, no, you sell cars. You sell cars. Niggas will leave that shit. Last church Charlie was in, they kicked him out for drinking the holy water. Okay, no. Okay, now. Right. Those in the building. All right, man. Okay. Che, 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 Bukwano, man. Hey! Hey, I wholeheartedly hate and love y'all niggas at the same time, man. Real talk. Y'all know where to find me, man. Regular underscore D-O-Z, man. I love you too, brother. Regular underscore D-O-Z, man, on, on Instagram. Those yet Nam DNZ on Facebook, man. I love everybody. Let's go. Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. Hey, this part uh, for me is going to be long. Pause. Pause. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You said I mean, long. I, 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 I mean, I was pretty distant last Pause your pink shirt. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Number one, I don't want problems with nobody in Romulus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little too old now, so I, do, I am not fighting for that title. So if we ever go out there, bro, hey, you guys won. This is within us joking and having a good time. Um, it feels good to be back. Yes, sir. Um, Mission, Craig, man. Uh, we all give Craig flowers, but man, uh, the... the what I like most about Craig is his objectivity <clears throat> and the transparency. And me and him really clash behind <laughs> off camera. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's based off of the same goal, right? We yeah, both always, we yeah. both want each other to win so bad. It's like, bro, 
let's do it this way, let's do it this way, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, maybe we don't have, maybe we don't have all the puzzle together, but we can see the puzzle without all the pieces being laid in. Even yeah. on the fucking commercial, that fucking pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> but within like the first, I, I understood where he's at of like, just see it. We'll, we'll, we'll put that shit in, yeah. but you have to see it first. Yeah. And, and, and once I understood that, I'm like, this guy's a fucking genius, dude. This guy's a fucking genius. Yeah, you guys may not even know what I'm talking about, but yeah. you do. And, and I want to say that shit on air. Uh, because I'll lose my train of thought if, if, I don't, if I don't get it out. Facts. Yeah. This guy is a fucking genius, and it, 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 it is flat out insane. And it's, it's just flat out insane. So uh, appreciate you for that. Dewan, Doughboy. Dunk, Charlie, uh, Dozy, all you man, like you, you guys are just fire. I feel like this is the best podcast. I don't know if Doughboy's here to stay. We never even had the convo, but you're mm-hmm. such a dope addition to the show, bro. And if, if you do keep coming, man, uh, we oh, definitely yeah, would love we definitely would love you to uh, yeah, so, to keep so, coming. I know that uh, that's a question for people in the comments if you're gonna stay, but uh, we'd obviously love if you do. Absolutely. You know, if if you want to go back to Kev and tell him all the secrets, you definitely oh. can. <laughs> <laughs> so he, they doing what up here? <laughs> Uh, the website is dcraigsmith.com. You want to sponsor the podcast? Podcast is going on the road. Can I announce it or no? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Going to Vegas, y'all. Uh, May 22nd. Uh, the podcast, uh, the podcast, the podcast will be in Las Vegas. If you are in Vegas or you're in a neighboring area, go to the website. We're celebrating Brandon's birthday all hey. May. Two hundred tickets available. It's limited seating. Man, let's go. You're the first time we go. Yeah, yeah. So if you're looking for tickets, you want to be you want to be on the reserve list for the tickets. Go to the website thecrasemith.com. Let us know that you, May uh, you want to weekend of May twenty second. Make weekend of May twenty second. We're gonna put out something for the website so you can just literally purchase it through it. Mm-hmm. So we can do some pre sale. But if you're already interested now, we need that email list. So go on the website. Let us know you're interested in it. We're gonna get all that stuff squared out. Uh, the Patreon is patreoncom Smith. Uh, I know you guys saw that dom- the Domino League is fucking yeah, fire. Man, I missed that shit. Uh, so make sure you, uh, there's going to be exclusive stuff uh, through there, possibly YouTube. We'll see. Make sure you subscribe now to get the exclusive content first. Uh, my Instagram is B12World, letter B12World. Keep sending me the DMs, man. I'll chop it up with y'all. Uh, and that's, man, it feels good to be back, man. Yes, man, we right. miss your motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're right, you're right about that. And, like, the niggas do be clashing, and when Brandon and Craig clash, it look like a set of dice. <laughs> Black and ivory. Hey, I don't know, Brandon. Brandon is a motherfucking savage. So- uh, savage. Yeah, Brandon is. He ain't regular, nigga. Fuck about your feelings. Yeah, that nigga. How you jump up? He just be laughing and shit. <laughs> I love him though, man. That's my brother so, right there, man. Guy, man. And also, one idiot said I met Dozy last year. You know when you miss it, so you start reading all the comments. Yeah. Right? And I, and these niggas in the comments, they're just not funny to we me. We got though, pictures right? from, like, from you, 2010. Yeah, you niggas in the comments are just not funny. But one nigga literally had a reason how 
how me and Dozy met. If you idiots, we're so easily accessible people. You just, yeah, just, yeah. Like, I'm already getting hit, hit up about Vegas. Yeah, no, no, no. Hit up about Vegas. Hit me in the DM the whole night. But yeah, I, I, I've week. known I've known Dozy for we're going on 11 years now. So uh, yeah, man. Pause, man. I don't know why that sounded weird. No, you ain't talking about uh, beef plant ass. <laughs> beef plant. This nigga got his legs open in the sweats. I couldn't either. I had this nigga took my chair. I was like, no boy, like, nigga, I don't want no stomach in the camera. I don't give a we're definitely taking this year to a whole other level yes, starting sir. the second half of the year Let's go. we're killing it so if, yes. again the Vegas show go to the website you can hit us in the DM let it, uh, you want you have questions of where it's going to be at the whole venue uh, pre-sale tickets just hit us up and we got you we got you man they'll be up very soon we, have, we got a mad other dates as well yes, so we're, we're going to get those up soon here um yeah, look, I love y'all, man. Hey, Kev on stage. I'm just joking. If you want to come up here, come up here, man. Yeah, man, throw my nigga in a Spectrum commercial, man. Fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me do this in the Spectrum commercial. What did they, they do? I love them niggas, man, they but I ain't no home, nigga. I'm going to say what I want to say. You know, you. I mean, I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. This is this, this, this the platform, man. We yeah. But it shit. is all love, but you're going to get these jokes. You got to. You got to. It just has to happen. You got to. Because... We're comedians. Yeah. <laughs> if I owe you something, get it from God. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey.